ladies and gentlemen. Hello and welcome to the Kill Stream. I am your host, Ethan Ralph, the owner and the editor-in-chief of the RalphRetour.com, coming to you live from Richmond, Virginia, the former capital of the Confederacy. The Ralph will rise again. Good to see you tonight. But man, I've been doing shit all day, ripping and running. Got my suit. Well, I don't have the suit yet, but um, got it fitted for AFPAC today. Oh my God. Why would they pick now to message me? Many such cases. Uh, got that done. Got some new people added to the uh, AFPAC, the movie thing that I'm trying to do. Oh, and there goes Lauren Witzke, who just texted me right there. Uh, okay, cool, huh? I need to text her back. Okay, cool. Hold on. Okay, got it. So... Who all do we have so far? First of all, Beardson will be here in a few minutes. Who all do we have so far for uh, AFPAC the movie? We have Vince James, Wurzel Root, Dalton, Claude Felter is going to be there. Hake Report, Lauren Witzke. I'm adding people daily. Hopefully I'll have a few more tomorrow. I'm gonna, I haven't had, asked Beardson, but he's going to be here. He's going to be in uh, in Orlando. I have a feeling uh, that he's probably going to be a part of it too, but we'll see. Um Hope you guys are having. I'm smoking a cigar, by the way. Hope you guys. In case you're listening on the podcast, you can see me smoking it on TV. But TV, computer, where the fuck? You might be watching on TV. Actually, some people do. Uh, oh man, you know what? I still haven't changed the title from last night. I fucked it up. I fucked it up. Okay, let me fix that. Go ahead. William, a thirty-three cent three dollars. Congrats on your one thousandth episode. I appreciate that. Uh, and I'll probably repeat it again. Now, first I was going to do a big fanfare for the thousandth episode and all that stuff. Uh, but like I said, I've been working on so many projects. I really just didn't have time to put together a mega show on top of all that. So instead, it's just uh, just a regular kill stream. It should be a festive affair. And it is appropriate because uh, Beardson has been here uh, during a couple milestones. First off, during the, the original kill stream period uh, with the... Um, Different co-hosts, my ex-wife and all that shit. And also, uh, he was here uh, the day that I got out of the clink. February 2nd, 2018, four years ago. Uh, he was here, and he was the first guest back. And uh, really, I remember that episode, and we mentioned it before, but uh, it never gets, it makes me smile every time I think about it. Uh, we'll talk to him about it uh, here tonight. By the way, if you're looking at your screen, you're seeing the Killstream Kingpin Invitational. Uh, and... Uh, we had Howard, Howard Harrison Smith on here last night, uh, and he talked about he was going to debate Destiny. Well, I talked to Destiny today, uh, and we got everything settled uh, and what what's necessary and all that shit. And he is going to be in Dallas, Texas, April the 2nd. I don't know if he'll be there just for one day or two or how many because uh, we're still – that's the next message. I was like, well, how many days are going to be here or whatever? Uh, but he is going to be in Dallas, Texas, April 2nd, to debate Harrison Smith on globalism versus nationalism. So I'm looking forward to that. Alex Stein, I talked to him today. He is going to open up for Pat Dixon. Pat Dixon is going to do a full set, you know, about 45 minutes to an hour. Uh, we're going to have Alex Stein open up for him, 15, 20 minutes. So that's going to be uh, that's going to be a little. Uh, little comedy, uh, stand-up comedy segment. Uh, so we'll do that. We're going to have my wedding there. We're going to have the debate. And we're going to have the actual bowling event, which uh, 
is wild. And you know who else asked me to be a part of it today? I don't know if I should. I don't know if I should mention this, but it was Corinne, actually. She wants to come to Dallas, Texas and be a part of festivities. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Um, I don't know if we should do that or not, but um, I think that uh, Corinne might also be added to the card. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Next Johns, I don't know, but no, that person will not be added to the card at all. Uh, I won't. Uh, <laughs> no. Uh, so, again, it's going to be me, Dick Masterson. By the way, I'm going to be on the Dick Show this Sunday, we're going to record it. It'll be coming out on Tuesday. Uh, we're going to talk about some of the recent uh, madness and this event. Black Phillip sent $3. I am tentatively headed to Dallas to bowl and drink with fellow retards. I might have an extra bed at my hotel so someone can share a room oh, with awesome. me, but you can't be a fed or a homo or black or Jewish or a shit <laughs> or a boomer. Anyone else is okay. <laughs> yeah. Um I think Night Nation Review might be going to. There's a, you know, it's still some time, but there's still six weeks. Um, so still tickets left. Um, but I would say, like I said before, uh, if you know you're going to go, go ahead and scoop up your tickets. Uh, and I think with this card, uh, not really an, an overpriced event. Um, you know, it was a little bit for logistics and stuff that we had to, you know, put together the show and stuff like that. I might have to rent some audio equipment and shit when I get there. I don't think so, though, because it's already wired for sound. Also, another thing I don't think I told you guys, because I didn't really realize, um, they um, have a karaoke system. So it's very possible that we do a little karaoke as well. Um, I've definitely considered that. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, but it's very possible that we uh, fire up the old, the old karaoke machine as well. Uh, like I said, the whole place is wired for sounds. So I really don't know how much work I'm gonna have to do as far as setup. We have our own cameras and shit. Um, so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna be there on Thursday and working on setting it up on uh, March 31st, and then on Friday I'm gonna go on. You are here with Elijah Schaefer and Sydney Watson. We don't know what that's gonna be like, uh, but uh, I will. I'm, they'll ask me about. Who knows what all they ask me about? Probably about the show. Probably about some drama shit. There'll probably be some super chats trying to fuck with me, and then I'm gonna promote this event. Uh, so maybe we get a few uh, people off that too there at the end if there's any tickets left. Uh, so we'll see. Uh, but I will be there in studio April the first, April Fool's Day. You are here with Elijah Schaefer, uh, Dick Show this Sunday. I'm trying to think. Was there something else? I don't know. Uh, tomorrow on. Uh, well, we'll do promos for the rest of the shows. You probably know them by this time of the week anyway. But tomorrow on Tequila Sunrise, I don't think we talked about it yet on Killstream, we're going to have Mark Collett, and we're going to have Nathaniel Pulowski, who called in the other day, and we're going to have him call back in uh, to give us the update because his dad got kept in jail basically today. Uh, and I think, I'm looking here, I think this is a message from them. Now, that's two days ago. Do they have some, let me see if they have anything new out. No, that's a few days ago. I'll see. Anyway, he had his hearing today in Canada, and they denied him. Uh, they did not bail until March 11th, which uh, if you've ever been in jail, it's one day is too many. 
but uh, month, two months, it's uh, not cool at all. Let's see if I can find. I wonder if there are any stories on it. I don't see. Uh, Rebel News has a story. Okay, well. Oh, and yeah, there was a, I guess that was last night. Let's see. Okay, let me pull this up. Let's see. Also, who the fuck? Adam Sos here for Rebel News with a troubling update live from the Calgary Remand Center. The court ruling on the bail hearing for Pastor Arthur Pawlowski has just been read. The decision, Pastor Arthur Pawlowski will remain in jail. The Crown alleging that he is a ongoing and recurring risk of posing a threat to the security of those within society. I have no doubt that Pastor Arthur Pawlowski likely would continue to feed the poor, would continue to open his church, and would continue to preach his charter defended rights, his fundamental rights. He's assured us and the Crown that he would do that. The question here is what does the Crown define as a crime? Is feeding the homeless a crime? Is opening your church a crime? Is refusing to participate in arbitrary health restrictions and orders that have been implemented by unelected officials and that have not stood the test of court and have refused to stand the test of court really a crime that merits a pastor being held right there in the Calgary Remand Center indefinitely denied bail like a criminal? You know what's funny? I didn't mention this, but um, I got some... Legal stuff out in California. Well, I won't go into the details because my lawyer said don't do that anymore. <laughs> she said, please, God. Please, God. Please, God, stop. <laughs> please. Uh, she was a little calmer than that, but um, she uh, she did uh, mention maybe you want to... <laughs> Maybe just button it up just just a little bit, just a little bit. Uh, so, anyway, uh, I guess they're going to try to fuck up my travel or something. But anyway, I don't have to go out there, so uh, it's not going to it's not going to fuck up my travel. So, like a gangster, somebody says, "Man, this thunder stolen balls is in the entropy chat." You know, this guy's giving me money, oh, many such cases, and he's like in here raging out. I guess because one of his internet daddies told him to. I'm not sure why exactly. Uh, Stop buying cigars. No, I won't do that. You'll never know the fine taste of a Cuban cigar, sir. Cohiba. Cohiba. All of this, this malice directed towards a pastor. Pastor Arthur Pelosi will be the first person to say that he knows he can rub people the wrong way. He knows his preaching style is not absolutely for everyone. But Pastor Arthur Pawlowski is not a criminal. He is a pastor. This is a categorical miscarriage of justice, plain and simple. But we will not let Pastor Arthur Pawlowski go undefended. As you know, we've been raising legal funds to help pay for his legal battle at SaveArthur.com. Now is the time more than ever to go to SaveArthur.com, chip in, you will get a tax receipt for that donation and ensure that this pastor is not silenced for good. This is certainly not the news that anyone wanted to hear. I'm sure the Pawlowski family is heartbroken. They simply wanted 
their husband, their father, their brother back. That today not the case in Alberta, as a court has ruled, Pastor Arthur Pawlowski will stay behind bars. We're going to continue to follow this story like nobody else, bring you updates as well, they become available. And we're right behind you, I'll tell you, he's been on the show like four or five times. Thank you all so much for tuning in. For Rebel News, I'm Adam Sos. God, that shit is annoying. Oh. Why the fuck did they think that was a good idea? That fucking sound effect. That's terrible. That shit actually like is a super turn off. Yeah, I know. I'm not uh, I know I know the story about Rebel Media. Um I'm kind of a again, I'm not slagging them off or whatever, but I know some of their slight you could say so I could, I could see some people in chat saying that they're slightly sus. I I understand that. Uh I kind of take it as sometimes they're on some good shit, sometimes they're, you know, I think this is a, a worthy thing. Um but they do have a tendency to like just fundraise immediately and um it just makes people think um uh, it's a little too, co- you know, cozy or co- like, uh, I don't know. I, I understand where some of the criticism comes from, but uh, it's kind of a case-by-case thing with me. Uh, and there's, look, they're supporting, uh, they're supporting Archer. I think that this guy actually is uh, kind of a, kind of a legendary guy. So now let's see. That's Archer. Beardson will be here in a minute. Uh, let's see. We'll talk to him. I don't even know. I don't have any topics. We'll just uh, shoot from the hip. I believe here. Oh, here goes my shoes that I got for AFPAC. And my tie as well. And the tie is like a knit tie or something. I never had a tie William like this. William of 33 sent $10. Christ is king. Prayers for Pastor Polisky. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, get a blessing in here, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Hail Mary full of grace the Lord is with thee blessed art thou amongst women and blessed is the fruit of thy womb Jesus man I should read it rather than the robot holy Mary (laughs) mother of God pray for Uh, us sinners now and at the the hour of our death death. amen I know that one you know why I know it because okay how do I where did the power check go anyway? Thank you for that, though. In all seriousness, yes. Prayers for, for Arthur, for sure. Um, Where is this? But, yeah, I know the Hail Mary because, you know, like I said, I wasn't. Uh, I'm not Catholic, but uh, I went to Catholic school for uh, like seven years when I was a kid. So we definitely had to say Hail Marys. I went to more masses probably than a lot of Catholic people. <laughs> I went to a lot of Catholic masses three times a week for many years, actually. Uh, but there goes my shoes, my belt, and my tie. Like I said, I've never had a tie like that. It's like a it's like a knit tie or some kind of different fabric. I'll have to bring it up here. The motherfucker cost two hundred dollars. I'm not sure if I should have spent two hundred dollars on the tie, but uh, there it is. The charcoal suit. I don't have it yet, uh, but I'll have it um, next week. Uh, so you won't see that one until I pack. I think I'm going to pick it up Monday or Tuesday, something like that. Uh, sorry, my cigar was getting a little uh, out of fire there. Uh, so there goes the shoes. I really like those shoes. So, What is wrong with V-Man? He seems like he's angry in the cozy chat. What's going on? 
I don't know. I don't know. Okay, let's see. Uh, to Harrison Smith, I promoted that. Killstream.live slash bowl. Dick show, I said that already. Ilhan Omar criticizing uh, the journalist. So she actually privated her Twitter. I guess I can see. Somebody have that article. I'll look for it. Um, Allison Ma. I forget who she writes for up there. She ended up privating her Twitter. I think we talked about it last night uh, where they had the database uh, and it, it showed everybody who had donated to the Gifts and Go. Uh, actually, I got a video, I think, that'll explain it a little bit more. Where is that? Fuck. Okay, I got too much. There it is. This is a guy named Aubrey, Audrey... Uh, I think uh, Aubrey, Aubrey Cottle, I believe he runs a uh, 420 Chan. I think that's still around. I don't know. I haven't really looked at it. Uh, the reason I know him is because he was an anti Gamergate guy. Uh, and he also runs, uh, what's it called? Fuck. I can't Woo tube. Uh, I don't even know if that's still a thing or not. Um, but, uh, I used to go there and watch pay-per-views for free, uh, from WWE back in the day. Uh, and so that's how I knew him. And I actually talked to him way back in the day. And he seemed cool. He was like, okay, he's anti-gamer game, but he's cool. He likes wrestling, whatever. Uh, I mean, that's kind of how I am. Like, Whatever. I'll, I'll interact with people on one-on-one basis. But now he's turned into like a complete mongoloid. I forget what it is. Um, something about he's been on like a tirade about Q for the longest. I don't remember if... I don't know. He claims he's on some, like, anonymous shit, too. He should be in jail at this point. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, I have reason to believe. Uh, well, I won't say that out loud. Um, but um, uh, I have reason to believe it. Let's just put it that way. I, won't, I shouldn't say that one out loud because uh, that's, that's a little too much for me to go there. But... Uh, I have reason to believe it. Let's just put that way. <laughs> if you can figure out what I mean there. Now, this is him. I haven't watched this yet, but this is him apparently on Twitch admitting to being behind the hack. Uh, let's see. Where is this? Split. Split. Oh, wait. Also, oh, Beardson's here. Oh, damn. I had the tab muted. Okay, I'll let him get set. Uh, and then I'll turn it on. There <laughs> Nothing is. scares me. Oh, wait, actually, let me, let me bring him in, and he can watch this with me. Uh, I don't even know. Man, I don't think he's been here that long. Okay, let me unmute. Beardson, what's up? What's up, man? I've been waiting 30 minutes here, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding, man. What's up, man? Nothing much, man. I was telling people earlier, this is actually the officially the thousandth episode uh, of the kill stream actually tonight. Uh, and I was telling them how you were on the first kill stream when I got out of jail, uh, four years ago. seems like yesterday. It Damn, doesn't... we gotta, we gotta stop meeting like this. <laughs> These momentous episodes, by the way, you're going to be at AFPAC. Correct, sir. I, I saw you on the oh, poster. Yeah. I know you're going to be there. Yeah, for sure. Uh, by the way, let me, so I'm putting together, I just asked you at the top, I'm putting together something. I'm trying to film a documentary while I'm there. And I have a bunch of people coming by. The Killstream HQ, Vince James, Wurzelroot, Dalton. Wurzelroot's going to be on the show tomorrow night, by the way. Uh, Dalton Claudfelter, Hakerport, Lauren Whiskey. Are you down to be a part of AFPAC the movie? No, absolutely not. <laughs> no, I, what, what, Vince James and Wurzelroot's going to be there? <laughs> 
I was yeah, amenable to it. I appreciate that. You will. Okay, thank you. Yeah, I'll add course, your name. Okay. You ain't gonna ask, man. What, what the hell? <laughs> All right. I, I just I meant to ask you in private. But I was like, I just asked this motherfucker while he's on the air. Uh, yeah, put me on the spot so that way I can't say <laughs> now. Yeah. That's the oldest trick in the book. Yeah. Uh, speaking about uh, being on air, asking you questions on air, we watched the Louis Thoreau documentary uh, oh, yeah. the other day. Uh, yeah, that little thing. We heard a little bit about it. Uh, so. And we, I've heard you talk about it already, but, you know, I'm the host, so I still have to talk about it again. Well, first off, how did you get involved with it in the first place? Uh, well, uh, it's actually Vince James's fault. I blame Vince James 100% because uh, I was just trying to mind my own business at AFPAC, and uh, he was doing an interview with Louie, and he grabs He's like, oh, Pearson, get in here. And then, yeah, of course. like He was trying to get away from him around. probably. <laughs> Yeah, and I become the, yeah, so, you know, and he fucked himself on that one. I don't know. <laughs> now, let me, also, let me switch screens here so we can put it on the uh, double here. There we go. Oh, shit, that's the wrong tab. That's showing me making the tab bigger. There we go. Um, so that's how you started. That's how you met him. Now, how did it uh, progress towards there? I told people on air that they messaged me sent me an email and I was like, and it was like a week or two after the MTV hit piece on Nick. And I was like, eh, I don't think so. And I also had some other stuff going on, but I did talk to him a little bit and I considered talking to him off the record just to see what they were up to. Of course you really know what they're up to. Right. Um, yeah. but so I ended up my ex-wife at the, you know, she's my ex-wife now. She was my wife at the time. She was mad that we had cooperated on a Buzzfeed article and got, smoked uh basically by buzzfeed done dirty and she was like you better not fucking <laughs> you better not fucking nah, we got divorced anyway whatever but yeah. she was like you better not fucking talk to them uh so i didn't uh but you know i could in an, in an alternate timeline i would have been involved with this now how did it go after uh afpac do they reach out to you or, or what's the protocol i guess i'm just curious how it ended up you know how you got from there to the house like what was the back and forth and I mean, it wasn't really much. It was like, uh, you know, they sent me an email. They're like, hey, uh, we'd love to interview you. And I kind of sat on it for a week, thought about it. And I was like, yeah, fuck it, why not? And come on by. And they just came by. That was pretty much it, really. It wasn't really anything. I mean, I, I didn't really have any questions because I knew it was going to be, right? Like, I was like, yeah, okay. They're going to call me, try to call me a Nazi or whatever. Like, okay, you know. Well, you know. I and I agree with you. I knew what it was going to be too. But even I, and we're watching it, even I was kind of taken aback that, you know, he's trying to frame you up as a Nazi right there from Jump Street. Uh, and then it seems like, I don't know if he, you know, had his clip to talk to Venti about before, before he talked to you or after. Um, but it seemed to me like he was mad that you c cut him out of more content, basically. And yeah. he tried to make it a vendetta type thing after that. Uh, seemingly, it seemed like that when you're watching the movie. Yeah, I mean, because, like, I mean, if you even look at it, it's like, I, I was the only one that he went after that hard. He, yeah. didn't, he didn't play the, the cookie joke no. from Nick or nothing, nothing like that. He didn't. I, I, like I said, and he said your name. Now, he did say Bank's name, I guess, but he was like, you know, specific about your region and where he met up with you and stuff. And it's like, this guy's pissed. I, I, I don't know. I didn't. Um, and then just overall in the movie, what, what did you think? Uh, overall with the project. I don't think it was some... Uh, I, I didn't look at it and say, oh, wow, Louis Thoreau really just fucking won the day here. Right? I, I, I didn't see that at all. 
Yeah, no, I mean, I think everybody sees that fucking Nazi salute clip or whatever and that shitty-ass, like, still frame from a video that I did a while back, and they're like, yeah, it's kind of bullshit, man. You know? No. It's like, I, I even had, like, I had a lot of people, like, hit me up on, like, Instagram and stuff. They're like, hey, I saw the Louis thing, and, uh, you know, it's it, it was clear you weren't doing a Nazi salute. Like, you were just trying to do a fucking wave or whatever. And, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, I think it turned out pretty good, though, overall. I mean, I think I think Bate looked great. I think Nick looked great. And, uh, I mean, I did okay. I shouldn't I shouldn't have shaved beforehand, but, you know. Oh, with the mustache, yeah, you yeah, should have kept the beard. It's Beardly. It's Beardly. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, you know, uh, again, I, I don't uh, I don't think that uh, it was some um, massive. Like, I don't think it was anything other than positive, really. Like, you guys gave as good as you got. Um, he didn't, to me, he didn't come off as some. Uh, I don't know. He looked the weakest that he that I've seen him look, basically, uh, yeah. in one of his films. Uh, if you if you ask me, yeah, I agree, man. And like, <laughs> that's what's so funny about him doing all these like interviews and stuff. He's like, uh, like eight, what's it, eight months, nine months after the fact, and he's like, I wish I would have stood up to Beardson, and uh, you know, he he's a little guy. I could have took yeah. him or whatever. And it's like, yeah, why didn't you do that when I was there? You fucking. Pussy. Well, that's the thing. I, I talked about this. He's a real tough guy when he's talking to the Daily Mirror or, or something yeah. like that, or whatever fucking rag over there he was talking to. He's like, I wish I would have. I wish I would have beat him up. Basically, that's what he's saying. I wish I would have. It's like, okay, we'll do it then, fucker. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, it's it's easy to talk tough after the moment. But anyway, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, no, the funny thing was, too, is, like, after I kicked him out, he he, he didn't even have the balls to, like, come back and knock on my door. He sent his two little producer oh. like, to come and like, uh, Beardson, please finish the interview. And I'm like, now nah, get the fuck off my house, man. Now the Nazi salute thing. So there's two instances um, now, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna go over them both because I don't, I, I didn't think either one were, were legit, and I have reason to believe, and we're gonna go through that. Now, first off, the the one, first off, I believe you're in a car with Fuentes, right? Uh, yeah. Okay. That's, that that's like after we got kicked out of CPAC. Yeah. Yeah. And so I said this on air, and I've said it before, and I was even arguing with somebody I respect. They're like, yeah, he threw a he threw a Nazi salute, and I was like, dude. He's riding in a car with Nick Fuentes. They just got thrown out of CPAC. Do you really think he's going out there and throwing up Nazi salute? Even if he was a secret Nazi, that's not the time to throw up a Nazi salute. And then, so you do something that looks, you know, if you're trying to be uncharitable and frame somebody up for throwing Nazi salutes, you say, all right, it looks a little weird. But if you watch the second one, so the first salute's not as crisp or whatever, and the second one, you're you're clear you're up here. It's like it's clear that it's not a Nazi salute. Like you're just waving uh, at yeah. the crowd, basically. Like, and, and you know, you can freeze anybody up and make it look like that. Like they've taken pictures of Trump and others uh, with their arm out and try to frame them up as a Nazi. So that was the first one, and then the second one is a still shot out of, out of a video, and you can explain mm -hmm. that one. Uh, and I've seen that one thrown around before, like as a joke. Uh, to like, you know, act like it's real or whatever. But anyway, mm. you can uh, go ahead and, and talk about it yourself. But I thought, especially the car, when I was like, well, it's obvious he's just fucking giving a, a salute to the to the crowd. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's all that it was, man. I kind of, I mean, I, I think here's the thing. Like, you have to realize, it's like, why would I lie about it? Right. What do I have really to lose at this point? You know what I mean? Like, that's the thing. I don't have a job. You know, I fucking I fucking stream full time. Like, I'm not worried about any like repercussions or anything right. like that. Like, it doesn't make any sense for me to like lie about it. If I was a fucking Nazi, I would have used that platform to spread my Nazi ideas or whatever. You know? 
Well, yeah, and it doesn't make sense. I mean, I've only ever seen you arguing with Nazis. You, you know what I mean? Like, I don't. Yeah, uh, Nazis <laughs> fucking hate me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand. Of course, you know, he's talking to a different audience, right, that doesn't know all the um, intricacies of, of this side of the Internet and all that stuff and the histories and shows and all that stuff. Um, so I guess it's just easier for him to frame somebody up as a Nazi. But I thought that was low class, though. You know what I mean? This is a guy, and he even said this in his Long Guardian article before it came out, and he's like, well, all these guys have records. They're online, and we can confront them with it. And, uh, you know, the Venti thing, I know you're fucking around with that, but to me that's something that's legitimate, right? If he would have busted that out and said, oh, my God, how did you? why did you say this about Brittany Venti or whatever? You know, that would yeah. be that would be one thing, right? Uh, versus, oh, let me try to frame this guy up as a Nazi on some fucking bullshit, right? Like, that's just a dishonest uh, tactic to me. Yeah, man, and, like, you know, the, the Venti thing sucked. I, it was a bad joke. I was, you know, you know what happened? It's like, I know what happened. It, that was, like, what, three, four years ago, I think? Like, oh, that's what the thing yeah. is. Like, that, that still frames, like, six years ago. You know what I mean? And the Venti clip was, like, four years ago. I've apologized for it. You know, it, it sucked. It was a bad joke. You know, you have some drinks, you say something stupid. Sure. I think in my six years online of doing, like, live streams and making content and stuff, I have one fuck up. I think I'm doing pretty good, okay? Um you know, but yeah, it it sucked. I didn't like I didn't like that that was in there. I felt bad, honestly, and uh, I've tried to apologize to Venti about it because it was shitty. But you know, like I don't know. It's the, the whole thing still. At the end of the day, I'm not too worried or concerned about by any stretch of the imagination because I think people kind of realize, like, yeah, he just got his butt hurt because I kicked him out. You know, which I mean, why wouldn't I? You know, why should I let a guy that's like coming into my house? And accused me. And the, and the thing was, is like, he wouldn't even meet me halfway with it, right? He was like straight up like, no, that is a Nazi salute. Yeah. That is a Nazi salute. And I'm like, I'm not going to fucking do this with you for another hour, you know? Well, that was the thing. It was, he had the narrative he was trying to weave already. He knew what he was doing. He was, um, he was also trolling you too, uh, where he's like, oh my God, you, you had one job. Like we're watching live. He's like, you had one job. You just, you just had to be, he starts talking about optics and shit. And it's clear he went there to fucking do, you know what I mean? Like there was no yeah. legitimacy about what he was doing at all. And it, there was no, oh yeah, you know what? Maybe I can see what you're doing. I don't know, Beardson, mm, but I could see maybe, you know, there was no give. Like he, he knew exactly what he was trying to do, whether it was legit or not. Right. Like he had no concern about that. He had his narrative. Oh yeah, for sure. And uh, like, did he piss me off? Yeah, absolutely, he did. That's why I kicked him out. I don't think I don't think there's anything shameful or wrong about getting mad at somebody like accusing you of being something that you're not, man. You got to be able to stand up for yourself. You know what I mean? I agree with that. Uh, and the Venti thing, of course, you know, I, I'm not the best quote, obviously, but but when I heard that, uh, I, my first thought was, "Wow, this guy's fucking pissed at Beards." <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. wow. He's trying to yeah. fuck with him hard. Like, there's no other reason to put that in there. It's by, by the way, you know, there's hard quotes from everybody pretty much, you know, different levels, maybe what have you. But he could have went through and clipped out some shit probably uh, on some others too, right? But he didn't do that. Right? It was clear no. that he was, I think he did it after. I don't think he had that one before. I think that was after. And he's yeah. like, how can I try to bury this guy further? Um, so that was my read on it. I, I don't know uh, yeah. what you thought, but. That's what exactly what I thought too. It's like, yeah, he's pretty pissed off. He's fucking butt hurt that I kicked him out. He didn't get all this footage. I mean, I made him drive, you know, fucking, you know, four hours or whatever. He flew into fucking St. Louis and then drove, you know, drove through Kentucky to get there. And then he got like what fifteen minutes of footage and right. the kicked his ass out. You know, so yeah, he was pretty pissed. That's what some other so. people said. Yeah, because of the long ass drive. That that's what had him. <laughs> that's what had him so mad. He's like, get. Yeah, there's not a whole lot to do here either. So he was fucking bored as shit. 
Yeah, it's not like New York or whatever. You can go find some whatever, whatever he likes to do. I'm sure he has some interesting proclivities. I wouldn't dare to guess, but uh, yeah, exactly. There's not a <laughs> bustling nightlife, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, middle of Kentucky, there's not a whole lot going on. Man. You might be able to go to cow tip or something, yeah. but uh, you know, I don't think it's about that life. So. All right, now I do see uh, TTS. I'll turn it on for a second. Oh, that's the wrong one. Where is this? Where'd it go? I saw. Night Nation Review. He also said he got his tickets. Killstream.live slash bowl. Dallas, Texas, April 2nd. A lot of people are going to be there. I might have to try to see if you're down for that. I'll ask you that off the air. I won't put you on the spot. Yeah, don't put me on the spot. Yeah, not for that one. That's a cross-country trip. Uh, but yeah, I will. I will probably try to add a few more uh, if we can. But we got a hell of a card already, uh, and I'm pretty psyched. WrestleMania weekend there in Dallas. Here's Night Nation's uh, TTS. Night Nation sent three dollars. Happy 1000th episode drive. What? Glorious milestone of legendary Q's dream. Very good. Very good. Very good. So good. So good. Thank you. I appreciate that. Thousand episodes. I would That's not crazy, have suspected that when I started this long time ago. 2015. I think it was October, November 2015. <sighs> Coming up on you didn't hype it years. up enough, man. You could have made a lot of money tonight if you really hyped it up. Yeah, you're right. Just I put it the thousandth in the title. Well, you know yeah. what I didn't do is because I didn't. I, don't know, I didn't put together a huge show. Will Lauren be in your documentary? I might have to join. Yeah, she will be actually. Maybe I'll change the title. One thousandth, just giant letters. One thousandth episode. <laughs> Super chat here. <laughs> uh, but yeah, now let me ask you something. Uh, one more about the Thoreau documentary. I won't do the whole show about it. Uh, but I did want to ask you, um, what did you think about the drum beat uh, from idiots like Ranbot, uh, et cetera, uh, for a year? saying that this was going to be the death blow for America first. Louis Thoreau, Nick gave him the keys to the castle. He's going to dox everybody. It's all over. This is the, oh, my God, you know. It turns out that didn't happen, obviously. Uh, even if you want to spin it as negative, you still definitely could. You couldn't spin it all the way that way. Uh, but they went for a year and said that didn't happen. What did you What did you think uh, about what they were saying after the cope and and what they had said before? I mean, it was it was pretty retarded. I mean, that's the thing. It's like I've been. Go ahead. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll pause. I'll, pause. Go ahead. I'll, I'll replay that in a sec. Go ahead. Finish your thought. Uh, yeah. I mean, we've been hearing this for a fucking year, man. Whether it's and it's all this the same like low IQ dumbasses. It's like. You know, Nick Nick kind of phrased it up best. It was like, the reason why we didn't do press before because we were worried about getting deplatformed. Now we don't have to worry about that, right? And I still don't think, like, talking to the press is necessarily a great idea uh, if you're not if you're not savvy or, or aware of it. But, I mean, I've had dealings in the past. I kind of knew what I was doing, and uh, I knew that it was good content overall at the end of the day. I'm a fucking content creator, you know what I mean? Like, this is, this is what I have to do. And uh, if I have an opportunity to make, like, really awesome content, I'm going to do it. And you have all, we've had all these naysayers for a little over, over a year, like, oh, this is it. America first is finished, blah, 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 blah. It's like, dude, it's the same thing with Donald Trump, right? I mean, remember, it's like, oh, this is going to be the thing that finishes Trump. Oh, this is going to be the thing that finishes yeah. Trump. And it's like, yeah, never happens. But uh, I think they're just really mad that nobody wants to talk to them. I think that's really the the issue at the end of the day is that they'll never be important or relevant enough to have anybody talk to them to begin with. So, Well, that's another thing I heard <laughs> I heard uh, old ammo crate head saying that, uh, oh, well, there. 
Oh, they said it about you, actually. T- they were talking about uh, TRS or whatever, and they said, Notice Beard, or you were talking about him or something. I was like, Notice Beards never says their name. He never says their name like like you're hiding some knowledge. And, and you're scared because they would just immediately desert, desert you in America first. And I was like, well, most people know about them anyway. <laughs> like, I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't know. I, I just thought that that was kind Short of funny. Short form, you know? It's just like... Yeah, I don't know. Uh yeah. Now, let me ask you this. How did you get involved with America First and Nick Fuentes in the first place? I don't know, man. He he followed me on Twitter, like, way back in the day, like, in 2016. I followed him back because he had a check mark and he was fancy. And I was like, oh, cool. You know? That's how you have to offer. You get a big check mark oh, yeah. following you on Twitter. You're like, oh, all right, follow back, whatever, you know? Immediate follow. Anybody of the – well, not anybody. There's certain check marks I won't follow back. I'm a check mark too, obviously, but yeah, I won't. Yeah. <laughs> but I won't follow back the ones who do the the infinite follow method to gain followers. Basically, don't oh, have, yeah. you know what I mean? I just I think that's a dirty tactic when you're yeah. following nineteen thousand people uh, or mm. whatever. It does work, sadly, uh, in terms of like boosting your metrics and stuff. But uh, I, I don't follow those back. But pretty much any other blue check, I, I will uh, follow them right back. So that's how I got started. Now. Uh, what's your journey been like? What, what I guess, uh, what, what's caused you to stick with Nick? Cause I, you know, we've seen people come, we've seen people go, we've seen people fall out of favor, not necessarily with Nick, but I'm just talking about in general, uh, drift away and, uh, you know, go do something else. But I, I think one of Nick's things, uh, that's, that's unique about him, uh, is, is he inspires a lot of loyalty. Not that nobody else does, but he really inspires deep loyalty. Uh, and you see most of his guys stick with him, uh, term. Yeah, I don't know, man. I just, I just really like the guy. He's, he, I, you know, a lot of people give him a lot of flack for, you know, at literally everything that he fucking does. He can stub his toe, and people are gonna fucking try to shit on him for it. You know what I mean? But uh, he, he legitimately is, and like genuinely one of the nicest people uh, and most genuine people I've ever met. Uh, smart as attack, uh, and I don't know. I just really like him. He's funnier than almost anybody else on the planet, too. I mean, that's the thing. It's like even if he wasn't doing the politics stuff. Like, dude would have a like, career as a stand-up comedian or whatever. I don't know. Uh, no, he's just always been a good friend to me, and I've always been a good friend to him, and I like to, you know, I'm a loyal person at the end of the day. Yeah, I, I know I have kind of a track record for uh, maybe uh, expelling people out of uh, the movement or whatever, but it's never been because it's like I don't, you know, I, I just don't like their content or they got to get out. It's always these people that have this sort of underlying resentment, you know what I mean? Uh, whether you look at Patrick or RPG, CWC, whatever, it's all, there's always this like underlying resentment, and that sh- that that sort of shit always creeps out at the end of the day. You can't just keep that shit buried forever, you know. And uh, yeah, it creeps out. I fucking catch on to it, and bye bye. Certainly you know? does, sir. I'll leave that there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but um, uh, what else? What you're like the Arn Anderson? Uh, if everybody gets that. The Arn Anderson of America First, the Enforcer uh, over here. Uh, but you know. Um, so explain, and you don't necessarily have to go into detail, but uh, what, what are you talking about when you say that uh, in terms of some of these cases? And, and again, I'm not trying to dredge everything back up, but um, what, what, do, what do we mean when we're talking about this? Well, it's just, uh, you know, like with Patrick, for instance, it was like pretty clear, like what was happening. He was he was betraying Nick. He was turning his back on Nick and stuff. And it's not necessarily like, I, you know, that I approach these things from like a purely political mindset or whatever like that. I just view it as somebody stabbing my friend in the back. You know what I mean? I'm loyal to Nick because he's my friend at the end of the day, like more than anything else, more than America first, more than all that. He's my friend. He's my friend and my buddy. If you're to stop streaming tomorrow, stop doing a show, just like, I'm going to live a normal life. He's still going to be my buddy, you know? And, uh, I don't know. I think 
that sense of like loyalty to people is gone in, in America and in our society for the most part. People try to just tend to do the easy thing that benefits themselves and stuff instead of sticking by the people that have been good to them. And, uh, yeah, so I don't know. That, that kind of shit just pisses me off. And I see people talking shit about Nick or, or, you know, any one of my friends for that matter. Like, it doesn't matter if it's, if it's anybody, even if it's you, like whoever, you know, like we're friends and, uh, we gotta stick, we gotta stick up for each other, you know? Yeah. I think that's in short supply. And, you know, I tend to talk about it in turn. I think it is worse online because everybody's looking, not everybody, uh, but a lot of people are, you know, looking for a leg up or they see you weak. They see you bleeding a little bit and it's like, Oh, blood in the water. Let's go. It's my moment or whatever, which I understand it is what it is. Uh, but it, it's kind of a IRL thing too, right? Like I, I think uh, some of these uh, values of, of loyalty and, and camaraderie and sticking together through thick and thin, there's some thin times. There always are. Uh, and I think that uh, the mentality is kind of uh, at an all-time low, at least in my memory of, 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 of those things being important to people. Yeah, I mean, because like the thing is, man, it's like Nick could have easily just been like, Pearson, go fuck yourself. Bakes, go fuck yourself. You know what I mean? You can't say that to me. You know, last week they were trying to get me uh, start some shit between us and all that shit. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it would probably been you know a little bit easier for him, making life a little, a little bit easier for me if he did that shit. But he never did it. And then, you know, he didn't. He, not that he had to. He just he, he he's my friend and he's got my back. And I don't know, man. But yeah, it, online shit's very weird. It, it's very very bizarre. Uh, to try to compare to like IRL, but like to me, I like, I don't know, like to, I am IRL friends with Nick. I've hung out with Nick multiple times, you know, hung out with Bake, you know, multiple times. And uh, I, I just don't see that like barrier divide anymore of like this like IRL versus online thing. It's just like if you're my buddy, you're my friend, you're my friend, and that's it. Like, such so much of my part takes place online now. Like, this is my job, this is my career, this is where most of my social interactions come from. So, uh, I, I don't know. I just that, that barrier is kind of gone for me, you know. Well, and I know that life because that's my <laughs> that's my life yeah. too. Uh, and I I've told this story before, but the kill stream kind of blew up on the back of a major uh, conflagration with Baked Alaska, actually. Uh, and I remember that time well. And that's how you know we were a show before then, but that's how you know things kind of went to the next level. Uh, and me and Baked were like moral enemies pretty much for a long time. Uh, and there was huge pressure. We're cool now. We're more than cool. Uh, he's actually, you know, I remember when you started getting cool and you're like, I don't know. This is, right. There's been, <laughs> there's been a lot of beef there. But he actually went out of his way to help me out with a lot of stuff and, like, was really nice to me. I'm trying to help him out with some, with some stuff, too. Um, and so I, I genuinely like the guy now. But at the time, that wasn't the case. And there were a lot of other people who didn't like him either. And it's like, throw this guy to the bus, cut him loose. Uh, and there was a lot of pressure on Nick to do that. And I remember, of course, he didn't do that. Uh, and there were some other moments where there was some pressure to do that. And he never did. He always stood by his friend. He, he didn't necessarily endorse everything. Uh, but he didn't cut the guy loose. And I remember saying on this show, I was like, you know, I don't like baked, whatever it is. Uh, it is what it is. But I respect Nick for not ditching his friend. You, you understand? Like, that's yeah. a fucking admirable quality. Uh, mm -hmm. And, you know, I've been through some... <laughs> I've had a few storms myself, uh, including recently, and they're like, cancel him, you know, what are you doing, this and that, don't go on his show, denounce, uh, and thankfully I got a lot of good people too, uh, and that, you know, hasn't really taken place, but um, I don't know, I always just find, I just find that an admirable quality, you know, sticking 
with him through some of those thin times, at least as far as baked was concerned back then. Um, and I just, it's in really short supply. I'll let you finish your thoughts there and I'll hit some more TTSs if they got some. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, I mean, cause hell, I mean, me and you've had it out. I've sure. had it out with baked before. I mean, shit, like we've had it out multiple times. I think, yeah. but, <laughs> you know, it's, just, it's, it's part of it too, man. Like we're all men and we're all like, and especially in the case of me and you, we're, we're very, you know, uh, prone to conflict yes. sometimes, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, and, and there also just gets like a whole like web of like interpersonal shit too. Sure. Cause it's like, you know, I'm friends with somebody that you don't like, and you're friends with somebody that doesn't like me, like, you know, whatever it's yeah. like, you can't get into out into the weeds too much like that. You know what I mean? Like at the end of the day, like we're all fucking human beings. And I think that was part of the reason why like the alt-right, the TRS crowd and all that shit never really stuck together and failed. Right. Like, cause once they have a beef with somebody, like they're dead forever. Like that's never going to get amended. You know what I mean? Uh, ever. I, I'm a, I don't know. I'm a pretty forgiving guy. Like I may be an asshole or whatever, but I mean, you know, I'm, I'm more than capable of like squashing beef with people too. You know what I mean? And, and you look at that crowd and they, they are so like animalistic in terms of like territory and, and, and relationships. Like they, once somebody has scorned them or they have a beef with somebody, they say somebody says something they don't like, cut them off dead forever. And I don't know. You, we we got to stop living like that, man. We, you know, not to sound like too gay here or anything like that, but you do have to like, we live in such a like fucked up society that I think pushes us into this sort of like conflict fight or flight instinct all the time that you kind of have to soften your heart a little bit to people, you know? Yeah. And, uh, I haven't put this out. I've been talking about it, um, all week. Uh, but you know, let's see, let's see. Plus beards and I'm trying to fix this title here. Um, you know, I've always had a tendency, you kind of talked about that quick trigger finger, I guess you could say, of if somebody's coming to me, I'm coming at them, and not only am I coming at them, I'm coming at them harder. Uh, now you're taking my tips, you're changing the title. Yeah, I <laughs> did. <laughs> um, but I always had that mentality, you know, they go low, I go lower, right? Uh, they're bringing the heat, I'm coming the, with the heat. They're doing something that's, you know, maybe a little off the board, unapproved tactics, okay, I'm doing that too. Uh, and... You know, that's gotten me where I am, uh, but also it's gotten me a long list of enemies, too, uh, right? Uh, and sometimes you, you're you're involved in too many fights, right? You know what I mean? Like, you're responding mm-hmm. to too many people, and uh, it can really get to be a bad, bad thing, right? Uh, and I have squashed beef. I, of course, I got a few new ones uh, recently, but I, I do agree with you that um, – you have to be willing to, to squad me. Like you said, me and you had a couple uh, back and forth, and thankfully we settled it. We had I had one with Nick way back in the day four years ago, and you went out of your way to make sure we settled that shit. Thank God you did. Uh, and I remember that show, and you're like, both of you guys are going to be around for a long time. Let's just get this off the board. Let's clear this up. This is nonsense, really, anyway. Let's just... Uh, and you were completely right. <laughs> so, so I have to give you Thanks. credit for that one too. All right, now let's see. I think we do have a TTS Killstream one thousand here. Beards and live. Yeah, go ahead. Sure. Uh, all right. Now let's see if this will play. I hear my air conditioner playing. Afpac three next. Not this Friday. The one after next, February twenty fifth, live in Orlando, Florida. I've heard it's going to be streamed too. In case you can't make it. Uh, oh, jacuzzi. Jacuzzi sent three dollars. No, have you seen the three D animated reconstruction of the Alec Baldwin shooting? No, I haven't. Released by attorneys. It's hilarious. No, I haven't. If you could link that in the chat while I try to fix the text here. Killstream one thousand. Like I said, I was gonna hype it up as Killstream one thousand and then I've had so much stuff going on, but Beardson's right. I should just change the title to Killstream one thousand. <laughs> Alright, uh here we go here. Now let's see. Oh uh, okay. 
There we go. Now, what do you think about Cozy.TV? I hate it, man. It's fucking worse than ever. <laughs> <laughs> fucking who built this shit? Fucking shit. Like... This is all we got. We have... <laughs> <laughs> No, it's it's awesome, man. It, and, and like, especially in like the past few weeks, man, getting like Gab and Torba involved with it, and I mean Alex Jones getting involved with it. Uh, there's a, like it's it's really like popping off now, and it's like I mean everybody on the platform's doing well. Literally everybody on the platform's doing well. I mean, you know, after we got kicked off of D Live and everything, I mean, I became like a 150, 200 viewer Andy or whatever because nobody knew where to find me and nobody fucking used that site, you know. And uh, now there's like people that have never even streamed before that are pulling those numbers. You know what I mean? Like, just yeah. because everyone's on cozy all the time. Like, uh, you know, I've talked about this a lot. Like the, the D live days were fucking awesome, man. Like they just were, it was like, everybody was like streaming you know, at the same time, like there was always somebody, you know, putting out some Kino content yeah. and stuff. There was like a whole fucking huge roster of people on that website. And then they cleaned house and we all got fragmented. I think Vince went to like Odyssey and me and Jaden and a few others went to Trovo. Some people went to YouTube. Some people just dropped streaming all together. You know, uh, Nick had his own thing, which the Nick effect, by the way, totally real. Sure. Like people are like, oh, Beardson, you ride the coattails of Nick. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely, man. What are you well, talking about? You be an idiot, not. Oh, yeah. No, let me let me uh, just avoid the guy that's pulling like 15,000 people a night in his fucking live streams. Yeah, no, you know what? I don't want any of his fans watching me ever for any reason. No. I'm going to do it all on my own. Yeah, yeah, I hear that. It's like, well, yeah, of course. I mean, you know, you would be a moron not to try to get a few. <laughs> yeah, <I don't> know. <laughs> the fuck is that? Like, yeah, I'm sorry you bet on the. I'm sorry you bet on fucking Richard Spencer in 2016, but I put my money on Nick Fuentes, all right? And the fucking, it's starting to pay off, baby, all right? <laughs> like an early investor in Bitcoin or something. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's how I feel, man. But, uh, no, it's great, man. And the platform's blowing up. Uh, everyone's everyone's fucking doing well. I mean, we're they're constantly adding new streamers. And uh, I don't know, man. I, I genuinely, like, even when I'm not streaming on Cozy, I'm watching Cozy. Like, that's all I'm doing because there's always somebody on there. It's interesting to watch, you know? Yeah, and I, and I know there's a lot of people like that, including myself. Uh, I have it on. I might not always be watching because I got shit going on, but I do tune in a lot more if I find myself uh, than some of these other platforms. And... Just the bar on the side, the way it's set up, it's perfect. You can always see, like you said, it's like uh, channels. You know what I mean? Like it's like TV. Yeah. Like, oh, somebody else is on. Or maybe you watch the stream for an hour or two. Let's see. Oh, somebody else just came on. Let me let me see what's popping over here. Uh, and I think, uh, yeah, you said it right. I mean, that after they fucked us over on D Live, which was honestly talk about getting stabbed in the back. We made those motherfuckers so much fucking money. Oh, yeah, dude. Ugh, their site is completely irrelevant now. I think their top streamer had like 25 viewers or something when somebody looked in the other day. Like, yeah. it's a complete joke. Uh, and Trobo did us dirty, too. But honestly, D-Live uh, takes the cake uh, with mm -hmm. how much money, uh, you know, all of us really. Yeah, because uh, yeah, we were all like top 10 yeah. earners on that platform. And like, I was like number nine. You were like, what, three, two, yeah. something like that somewhere. Nick was number one. Like, yeah, and they just fucking boot us all off there. Like, yeah, what a genius business yeah. decision that was, right? Like, uh, yeah, I don't know. It was, um, it was, I mean, I, I understand it from a certain point of view, but I, not really, because you just gutted your whole platform. There was, there was certainly some other way. Um, I don't know, but that's what they did. And, and also when you do that, nobody can trust you to build their own base. There are even people who might not be, you know, uh, political types or America first. It's like, if they'll just pull the plug on their top earners like that. Um, yeah. Uh, they'll do it to anybody. All right, now let's see here. Uh, there was another super chat that didn't play for some reason. Uh, okay, here we go. 
There we go. God of Conquest 91 sent $3. Congrats on your 1,000th episode, Ralph. Oh, wait. Here's to 1,000 more. I think that one might have played. This one didn't play. Okay. Oh, I saw this. William of I already have this pulled sent up. $3. Oh, guys. Yeah. I already have this pulled up. Uh, Fuck, where is it? Are we looking at some Victoria's Secret models now? Yeah, you saw it. You saw it. Yeah, here you go. First Victoria's Secret model with Down syndrome is Latina, is uh, is the article here. Sophia, I shouldn't make fun. I really shouldn't. I mean, I would. I don't. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I mean, I was going to anyway. But that's maybe so, the only way I get to bang a Victoria's Secret model. <laughs> the retarded one. We. <laughs> She got some nice titties. I mean, I, you know, I can probably uh, squint one eye, maybe. Yeah, I mean, uh, to put some earmuffs in so you don't hear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, you know, um, I quit drinking for, uh, what, like 10 days ago. Maybe I would start back, have a few drinks. I could probably. <laughs> Probably bagger. Let's see. Sophia Gerard has made history as the first model for Victoria's Secret with Down syndrome after joining 17 other women and launching the brand's new campaign. 24-year-old Puerto Rican model. Oh, I have a joke there, but I'll withhold it out of respect for the guest. Celebrate not at him, but at somebody else. Celebrated the milestone on Valentine's Day following the debut of the Love Cloud collection, A Line of Underwear. One day I dreamed of it. I worked on it, and today is a dream come true. I can finally tell you my big secret. I'm the first. Well, it wasn't Down syndrome. We know that. I'm the first Victoria's Secret model with Down syndrome. Okay. What's the What's like the tagline for this? Is like, look, if we can make this Down syndrome bitch hot, we can make you look hot. <laughs> hot shit. Let's say if she looks fuckable. You know, okay, we we've done our job. She's really not that bad looking, honestly. She's not really. Yeah, you can tell if you look up in here. You can tell the downstairs if you like look yeah. hard enough, right? Um, yeah. But it's you know slight, right? She got a good body, man. It's a, you know. Do we have any better? Let's see. We got any full body shots of this chick? Let's see. What we got any full frontal? Maybe some uh, feet pics. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, there's there's one. That one looks weird. Do we? Oh, have... You can see it right there. Yeah, that one's it. like. Ooh. Yeah. Let's see. I don't really see any. Oh, there goes a there goes a body pig. Uh, hmm. uh, there we go. Down syndrome. But yeah, I actually had that pulled up already. <laughs> you had that pulled up from before the stream. Actually. Yeah, you were. Yeah, I had a little, little thing, a little DSP type action before the <laughs> before the show started. You know, I get your mind clear. Right? I don't know why everybody criticizes. And of course, you have to crank one out right before. You know. Uh, let's see. Okay, the Alec Baldwin thing. Did I? I thought I saved that. Fuck, Jacuzzi posted that. Damn it, post it again, because I do want to watch that for sure. Damn it, I thought I copied and pasted that. Anyway, he'll post it again here in a second, hopefully. Uh, let's see. What are we? I'm trying to think. Um, now, when are you getting in for AFPAC? Uh, I don't know, because I'm actually gonna go see Kanye in Miami beforehand. What? So. Yeah, I'm going to the Donda experience. No shit? Yeah. Oh, dude, that's fucking cool. Yeah, I thought it'd be cool. I mean, I'm not like a huge, huge Kanye fan or anything like that by any means, but it's like, I mean, it's fucking, I don't, I'm really relating to Kanye right now. I'm going through a divorce, yeah. you know, world's out to get me. Everybody thinks I'm crazy, you know. Child custody battle. Yeah, I've been I've been identifying with him a, a little bit myself. I, you know what I want to go to so bad? Memphis in May, Bill Street Music Festival. 
There's a huge music festival every year. Yeah. Usually in Memphis, but they haven't had it since uh, 2019, I think. Uh, and 3-6 was supposed to headline it uh, no. since. Yeah, and they're going to headline it this year, though. I'm um, going. In Memphis. I want to go so bad, dude. So b- If you go, I might make an exception because I have a really tight uh, schedule and some things going on there. But if you go, I might go, honestly, because 3-6 – yeah, I have never seen 3-6. Oh, like dude. a fucking bucket list band for me, man. Oh, dude. Well, uh, I have seen 3-6, and I've actually seen them in Memphis in May like 20 years ago, maybe. I don't know. It was a long fucking time ago when I was a teenager. Uh, Yo Gotti was there, too. Uh, but Ooh. seeing them perform in Memphis is something else because they're like uh, yeah, gods <laughs> walking around in Memphis, right, DJ Paul and Juicy J. Uh, so, yeah, they are going to be headlining uh, the Bill Street. And I knew you like 3-6, too, uh, yeah. which is why I brought that up. All right, now let's see here. Jacuzzi did link it, maybe. There he goes. Thank you, Jacuzzi. This is the 3D rendering of the Alec Baldwin shooting, which was not on the agenda, but we didn't really have an agenda. Okay, this is it. <laughs> oh, you seeing this? Holy yeah. shit. This looks like a video game. Can we play this? Imagine if they made a video game and it was like the Alec Baldwin shooting. You have to solve the crime or some shit. Uh, shows a reconstruction of the moment. Alec Baldwin. Okay, I got to take my sunglasses off for this. This is like Postal 2, dude. <laughs> Red Dead expansion pack, yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> Holy shit! I have a feeling something bad's going to. Oh no! What the fuck? No, wait a minute! Hold on, I gotta see that again. Okay, is this really? Watch him. He's got murder on his mind. (laughs) No! What the fuck? No! Fucking Wyatt Earp over here, man. Just... Looked like there was some malice involved there. What the fuck? Okay. Yeah, we know that there wasn't a dummy round, motherfucker. God. They killed somebody. Fuck. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Fucking bullet time now. Have to say Max Payne in the house. Oh, fuck. No. It's Mortal Kombat shit. What the fuck? <laughs> this got like 16 video games in one. Holy fuck. No. Fatality. Oh, my God. It's literally got the bone crunching shit from Mortal Kombat, dude. What the fuck is this? Oh, man. Ooh. Damn. Got two of them. It's a Pruder film shit here. I I don't know why they thought that was a good idea necessarily to put out, but uh, it got us to play it, so I guess guess it worked. By the way, we'll take some calls if people want to call in and talk about IPAC. Argue with Beardson, that's cool, too. Um, We got the lines open. We'll see if, if anybody calls in. Callers have been disappointing lately, honestly. I I don't think it's even worthy to to throw out the link. They've been disappointing me so much. They haven't been calling in. But you know what? I'm going to give them another chance. Okay. William, just, a 33-cent oh, $3 law. 
Okay, I'll pull that up. God of Conquest 91 sent $3 shot right in the titty, too. <laughs> it was kind of like in the side titty there a little bit, yeah. Yeah, brutal. <sighs> Bald one. I wonder what he's doing right now. Right this second. No, he ain't in jail. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's see. There goes the link for the Discord. There we go. Okay. Now, let's see. I'll go through a couple stories, too. Why not? Uh, what do you think? Let's see. What, how about this? I, I, I haven't done it in a while, but uh, I used to just ask everybody about COVID. How has COVID affected your life, uh, Beardson? Uh, I got it last month for the first time. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, beginning of the year, I got COVID, and uh, yeah, it wasn't that bad. Yeah, you know, I don't know that I officially have had it. I was really sick when I came back from AFPAC 1, actually, uh, and that's the only time I know for sure that I was exposed <laughs> to COVID because everybody was because there was people mixing from CPAC. I mean, not a direct exposure necessarily, uh, but I was really sick then, uh, and I don't know for sure if I had it, but i just been going around not caring, uh, really. But uh, I think um, for me, it you know, other than – there's some things that, you know, personal stuff. I didn't get to see my mom when she passed away and stuff like that, obviously, that you can never change. But for the most part, I think um, that me and you, I mean, we're streamers for – that's our career, right? That's our job. Uh, yeah. And I really – it's not the same uh, impact for me as it has been, at least the day-to-day, -day, right, other than a few uh, big exceptions. It was actually pretty fucking good, honestly. Yeah. Well, 2020 was a banner fucking year uh, for yeah. me. There's a COVID. There's a drop where I'm like, COVID's been very, very good to me. I was like drunk. Oh, like, yeah. yeah, fucking Trump's just handing out stimmy checks, and the stimmy <laughs> checks are getting funneled right to me, man. That was, that was some good shit. But... Captive audience, too, for a lot of the time. I was oh, like, yeah. oh, shit, dude. They ain't got anything else to do, but watch this shit. Uh, yeah. which I I'll love. Bring that shit back, man. Bring the lockdowns <laughs> back, man. I'm handing out them again. Was, that shit was awesome. But. Holy shit. I still remember that first lockdown week was one of the most fun weeks uh, of shows. Um, but anyway, there, there are some silver linings there, I guess, during COVID. But all right, now let's see. What do I have here? Uh, what do you think about the truckers? Have you been following that at all? Uh, I've been following it a little bit, man. I know fucking Trudeau's about to go genocide all of them or something. Like, that's what I've been hearing. Uh, but I mainly just watch Tyler Russell because he's been covering that shit, like, nonstop. He's, you know, he's down there. Which, big shout-out to him, by the way. Like, awesome guy. And, uh, you know, God bless him. Yeah, 100%. And I, and I talked to him a few months ago, and uh, we we missed a, miscommunicated on the scheduling thing. It was my fault. And then I forgot to hit him back up. But I saw him streaming the other day, uh, and he was covering it hardcore. And I was like, ah, i got to get this guy on. I think he's going to be at AFPAC, right? Uh yeah, I think so. Okay, all right. I'll have to, I'll have to message him and see. Uh, I'm willing at least, you know, with everything that's going right, on. Right, I was say. Well, it's a little touch and go if you're coming uh, from north of the border. Are right, we do have some callers? Uh, Big Tech Onion, go ahead, sir. You're on the kill stream with me and Beardson on the 1,000th yes. episode of the show. Ethan Beardson, Beardson, dude. I thought your spot, dude. It was great. I had no problem with your with your showing in there. I liked it. Um, you had dignity. You told him to fuck off. Um, I don't think there's anything to even worry about, like to apologize for, to feel bad for. I thought it was fucking fine. Um, he obviously had it out for you. The one thing I would have liked to see more is maybe you could have fucked with him more. Like you could have turned the sprinklers on or uh, hit him with a super <laughs> silver or something like literally humiliated. 
Maybe yeah, even nah, ask him, nah, hey, show me what you system. think I did. How does a Nazi salute look? Show me what, what do you think I did? Make him do it a few times. Like, you could have turned it around on him more. Like, that's what he deserved. Like, fuck that guy. Yeah, no, I mean, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. I mean, I definitely wish I would have fucked him a little bit more. But, uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I just thought, you know, he pissed me off. I was seeing red a little bit. And, uh, yeah, I was like, yeah, I'm not fucking dealing with this. I'm just going to get him off, which, you know. But I appreciate that you liked the, the spot, at least, you know. So, thanks. I appreciate that. Yeah. Everybody showed up, right? It, it turned out good, dude. You're a, you're a real one. We all love you. It's all good. Um, only saying that just because people are trying to say like, oh, there was a, just whatever, dude. I thought it was cool. I think Baked looked the best out of everybody, to be honest with you, man. It's like, uh, like Nick put something out on Telegram today, which was like totally true. Which was like, yeah, imagine like trying to frame this guy as like some like genocidal KKK Nazi, and he's just like going around like talking to people and like having a good time, you know. If this guy went and interviewed any other group, like it, it, he tried to make it seem like, oh, there was an optics fail. But then, like, why couldn't you make AF look bad then if there was a fail? Like, he just had to go out on such a limb, like reaching, just like, give me something. Let, let me give me something to say that you suck. And he was literally trying to say, you failed your one job. Just reaching for it. It just made him look desperate. You did the right yeah. thing. Just fuck off. Kick rocks. Yeah, I mean, I think the whole documentary kind of suffered too. Because, like, usually with these kind of, like, documentaries and stuff, there's some sort of, like, clear narrative that's kind of weaving through the whole thing. And it's, like, it was so messy because it was, he was really banking on this whole idea of, like, well, you're a white nationalist. Because that's what he asked everybody. He asked me, he asked yeah. Baked, he asked Nick. And we're like, no, we're not. And then he's like, well, but you are. And it's like, no, we're not. And then that was all he, that's, like, literally all he brought to the table. It was like, well, <laughs> like, what do you do after that, you know? So yeah, what yeah. even is that? It's just like a anti-white smear, like a like a buzzword. But uh, you're right, Baked looked epic, dude. He just seemed like such a fun dude to chill out with. He's like <laughs> singing Twitter's fucking gay, bouncing around, Louie looking like a loser. Cool. Thank you, man. I appreciate you calling in. You got anything That's else? It. Just so- want to give you guys some love. I loved it. It's been a fun week. Thank you, man. Thanks, Thanks man. I appreciate you. Thank you, Big Tech. Yeah, bro. All right, now there was also a thing where he was like, I guess it was the cameraman uh, was saying they infiltrated. They infiltrated hate. Uh, and I was like, and Nick said this too, but it's like, well, dude. The, like the mix guy? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, yeah, nobody cared. <laughs> well, you also didn't infiltrate anything. You were fucking invited, right? Like, it's like, <laughs> infiltration means. Like they didn't know what you were up to, or you put yeah. on a disguise and snuck in, or they thought you were a member of the group, right? That's the traditional infiltration, right? You go in undercover and you acted like you were part of America First, and then you do an expose or whatever. Not you talk to these guys at their conference that you were invited to, basically. At you know they set it up, but you know you let the guy, they let the guys come there, they let Louis come, uh, yeah. and so like it's not an infiltration. That's not the same thing. Yeah, I offered the guy a bottle of water. I yeah. was like, you know what I mean? It's like you come to my house, I'm like, hey, you guys want any water? You want anything to drink, you know, or like whatever? You know, yeah, he didn't infiltrate anything. It was like this whole idea, too. He's like, these people that like hate me and I'm infiltrating. They was like, I don't hate you, dude. I don't know who the fuck you are. Like, I don't give a fuck if you're like half whatever, you know? Like, I'm not sitting here like getting fucking pissed off about it. Like, who cares? Yeah, I, it's just, um, it, it's an in, in, inflation of their own role too. It's like, oh, no, yeah. that would have taken some skill. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, to do something like that, that would have taken some actual uh, chutzpah too, uh, to use a certain phrase, right? Um, and they don't have any of that, right? Like, I just, I don't know. It's just, it's, it's, it's offensive. Not that that would have been honorable or anything. Obviously, that's a dirty trick too. Um, but it would at least have actually been an infiltration, and this wasn't. Uh, all right, let's uh, bring in some collar, more collar. Supreme gentlemen, go ahead. You're live on Killstream 1000 with Beardson here and me. Hello. Uh, Hello. So, Beardson, why would you apologize to me? Do what? You apologize to Brittany? I mean, there's no need to apologize. I mean, the, the comment was a little gross. I mean, at least the uh, – the anal part, but if you didn't say the anal part, it would have just been Kino, and there's no need to apologize for that. No, I mean, I, I know there wasn't any need to apologize for it. I could, I could, you know, I, honestly, it'd probably be better for me if I just like owned it and been like, yeah, it was a joke, whatever. But I, I don't know, man. It's uh, I gotta do what feels right for me too. You know what I mean? And uh, I, I, I don't like hate Brittany Venti. I don't have anything against her at all. And uh, it was just like a bad joke that came up, came across the wrong way. And, you know, seeing her reaction and everything like that, actually just legitimately felt bad about it. I didn't want her to feel, like, uncomfortable or anything like that. That wasn't the point. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I, I get what you're saying, and I, I appreciate you saying it, but I don't know. I got to do what's right for me at the end of the day. I mean, you know, uh, to me, it's like I'm trying to be a better Christian. I'm trying to be a better person, and uh, that just wasn't reflective of who I am now. You know what I mean? Yeah, okay. I mean, it, it was a joke, so, you know, but – I get that, I guess. Uh, but the other thing was, um, did you get? Did you watch uh, the Ralph Retort on Friday, the last Friday? Mm-mm, I didn't get to catch it. Uh, it had the special mystery guest. I don't know if you know who that is. Uh, oh, yeah. I'm very, very well familiar with the special mystery guest. I love that guy. <laughs> well, actually, actually so anyway, I, did, I, it. I did catch a bit of it, but... Uh, I talked to him, and he said that he would come on your show. I know you were talking about having him on your show, and I I asked him about that, and he said he didn't check his emails, and then he looked a while later, and he saw your email and felt kind of bad about it. But uh, yeah, if you need to get in touch with him, I think Ralph can help you out with that because uh, he doesn't seem to have a problem doing that. We may have already discussed this, sir. But Yeah. <laughs> well... <laughs> But yeah, 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 you're right. sure. yeah, you're right. Yeah, I'd love to have him. On. Even even if he didn't come on the show, just to talk to him, man. Because I like, I mean, he, he, I owe a great deal to that guy. I, I really do. Like, I probably wouldn't have gotten a stream if it wasn't for him. Uh, he's, I think he's genuinely probably one of the funniest motherfuckers on the on the planet. And uh, yeah, I just want, I just, I just want to reconnect with him because I really like the guy a lot. So, so yeah. Oh yeah, that was we'll the thing I had. Thanks, guys. Thank you, man. I appreciate you. it. Uh, also, he's a great, you know, he's a good advice guy. I t- I talked to him for. A long time about many different things, including when my mom was ill and a bunch of other stuff. Just, just a good. I like him. He's a good guy, friend of yeah. mine. Uh, and so, like we talked about earlier, that's all I care about. Go ahead, William. William, a thirty-three cent, three dollars beards and taking the fake and gay China virus test. What da? Oh, I, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's let's clear something up right now. I didn't get tested. I didn't go to the doctor. I didn't do shit. I had a fever for two days, and then I just I figured it's probably what it was. Okay, don't don't be sitting there saying I took any fucking gay tests. Okay, I didn't I didn't get tested. I'm just assuming that it was probably COVID. I actually did take a test, and I had to t- two of them. I had to take one to go to Portugal, uh, where they stick the fucking swab up your nose. And then when I was in uh, Portugal, my nose got broken, <laughs> uh, and so I still had to take one uh, before I went back. So that was interesting uh, when they did it when my nose was broken. Uh, but yeah, I wasn't too Damn, keen on. Nas has been through a lot here yeah, lately. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, yeah, but uh, I did take them. Now, I read today that they're... <laughs> 10% of those they they've been using for their own genome sequencing uh thing now they're saying they say it's just to you know suss out the the new strains of the of the virus or whatever but uh I wasn't too comfortable hearing that uh tardpole fart post which is an interesting uh, name there you're on the kill stream go ahead sir there is a delay so perhaps they can't hear me uh, I also saw Kessler on Twitter wanted to argue with you, uh, but I don't I don't see him in here, so we'll see uh, if he jumps Jason in. Jason Kessler? Yeah. <laughs> wow, I haven't heard that name in a while. Yeah, he's been on the show uh, a couple times now. Um, I, I, I can bring it up because um, I know it's bogus, but I, I'll bring it up anyway. Basically, um, I mean, that's my view. He can come on and lay on the other side if he wants. But I've talked about this before on Twitter. Uh, basically, they cooked up some fake gab posts uh, and been sharing it around um, and trying to, like, I don't know what, what really what it is, uh, trying to, uh, yeah, it wasn't fake. He deleted it. He actually posted that. Uh, where is it? Uh, something about the age of consent or whatever. Uh, the age of consent? What? Yeah. Have you not seen this? I've seen them no. passing it around because um, certain sectors, I guess some might say the Wignat uh, sector or whatever, uh, have passed this around. Um, here we go. I'll go ahead and pull it up. You dumb bitch. This doesn't even make sense, by the way, the, the whole the tweet. Like, it does, you no, <laughs> nobody would say this. You dumb it bitches! Sound like me. <laughs> I know that's what I'm saying. Like it doesn't. It's not even. An, it's not ironic either. Like there's nothing. <laughs> you dumb bitches don't know. Most groipers, including myself, would like to see the age of consent lowered or at least talked about with an exclamation point uh, at the end, just in case you doubt it. Now I have no doubt that this is not accurate. Yeah, this is not real. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm sorry. It's just I've never. I don't. I don't think I've ever even said anything about the age of consent. Like, I don't care. Like, I'm 33, man. You know what I mean? It's like, I'm not dating a fucking 24-year-old, let alone, like, anything lower than that, man. It's like, are you kidding me? Yeah, don't. That would be my advice. If you <laughs> if yeah. you ever have the uh, temptation to dabble a little lower, don't do that. Uh, yeah. Legal, of course. Don't even. No. 18, yeah. 19. Don't go there. Yeah, what a weird thing to like say that I was talking about. Like, I, I, like I, if you're gonna like like Photoshop shit about me or like make a like fake post or whatever, but like at least make it look, like sound like me, I guess. Like you dumb bitches. Like why would I? I don't even talk like that, man. What the fuck? Yeah, I don't. By the way, he's here, so we'll bring him on. But uh, I saw it was Rand's uh, second in command. Dumb bitch. Sounds like she's got. She sounds like the retarded uh, Victoria's Secret model, except she doesn't look like her. Uh, and so I'd seen her putting this uh, putting this tweet out, and it was right around the time I was starting to kind of get tired of their nonsense. And I was like, dude, that's clearly not. That's not real. You have no archive for it at all. They're like, oh, he tweeted, he sent it out real quick on Gab and then deleted it right away. It's like, okay, you know what? There would be a million archives. Well, that's why it says two days, right? It says like two yeah. days old. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, oh, you know what? I didn't even think about that, Beardson. Can we pull yeah. that back up? Yeah, yeah. It's, two, it's like two days, and then nobody, you know, somebody okay. to screenshot it, but not to archive it. Yeah, no, that's up, right? Yeah. Yeah, now where is the, uh, yeah, here goes, uh, this is, um, their evidence. It's, it wasn't fake. He deleted it. He actually posted that. So you left it up for two days, I guess, in this guy's uh, thing. Anyway, we'll bring on Kessler because he's going to start about All right, uh, Jason, are you here? Jason Kessler, what's up, man? If you can hear me. Damn it, Discord, you motherfucker. 
What in the fuck? Okay, well, I think this is probably a, a you issue. If you go to user settings and then go down to voice and video, it's been a while since I described this, uh, and check out your output device and change it to your microphone. That would help um, because we can't we can't hear you. Wait, wait, I see something. There you go. Are you there? Kessler, you can't hear me, can you? Okay. Wow, can't organize a rally. Can't figure out Discord. Uh, what good is this guy, man? All right. Uh, let's see. You're on. He's sitting in the green. You're on air. Let's see. Can you check your audio? Because I can see. Let's see. Maybe I could uh, turn on mine. I don't know if I can turn on mine at the same time. We can't. We can't hear you. Your audio. It's a it's a you thing, Kessler. I, I'm trying to do sign language here, Beardson. Um, <laughs> here, do a Hulk Hogan. We can't hear you. You, you. Oh boy. <laughs> Check audio. Oh my. Holy God. shit, man. Okay. Okay. Well, you know what? We'll see. I can't. Uh, I can't divine uh, electronic. Uh, so go ahead. Fuck. William of 33 sent $3. Don't assume I took the fake and gay China virus test. I did not. I just assumed I had the fake and gay China virus. K peace. Love your Ralph. Thank you, sir. I appreciate that. Honestly, there's. Oh, no, wait. Now I can hear him. Can you hear me now? God, he still can't. You can't hear me. We can hear you, but you can't hear me. Jeez. Okay. He can. Okay. We, you can't hear me. We can hear you, but you can't hear me. Jeez. Okay. Oh, can you hear me? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> really looking forward to this uh, battle. Yeah, I can hear you. You can hear me now. Are you sure? Dude, we're on a delay. I'm you got to. Okay. Well, there's a delay. If you can put in some headphones, that might be good. Uh, but anyway, you're here. Go ahead. If you can hear the other person, if not, yeah. there's no point. Okay. Go ahead. Bruh. All right, look. Okay, look. look, look. Mute the stream. Dude, look. Look, look, look. look. No, no, no. Kessler, no. We can't do it on a 20-second delay. Hold on. What is he doing, Beardson? <laughs> I have no idea. This is why Charlottesville failed, by the way. Okay. All right, now wait. We can't do it on the delay, Kessler. Hold on. Can Do you have the delay fixed? He doesn't. Okay, we can't, you can't, oh. I'm trying to stay, you got to keep calm. What? Our lives. Good what? morning, Gab women are wait, still. Wait, wait, oh, wait, we can't do it on a delay. Kessler, we can't do it on a delay. It's not going to work. Okay. I can't. Oh. Is he like listening to the stream for our Wait. response? I don't, yes. We can't do that because you're not able to, okay. You know what? I got his phone number somewhere. Hold on. <laughs> Give me a second. Go ahead, Cooper. Q-O-O-Per, Bear Bagger, Fud Destroyer. Mason Herder. Sent $10 don't really know what's going on in this area of things. Shout out to Fedson and Big Fed Onion. I've been going from broker to broker recording all their shenanigans. It is time. Blackberry. GameStop. Potstock. Crypto made by MIT in 96. 
Used by NSA. Okay. Send me your phone number, Kessler. I got it somewhere. Oh, I do know this one. A little MJ. Okay. Send me your phone number, dude. I have my phone hooked up to the thing. I saw the Michael Jackson show in Vegas. It's pretty tight. It wasn't worth sitting through that timeshare fucking presentation, but... Uh-oh. Where's the media controls? There we go. All right, thank you. Now, let's see. Kessler doesn't care about our audio problems, I think, is the thing. All right, now, let's see. Did he send it to me? Okay. All right. Thank God for the roadcaster. Can I just say that? I debated even getting into this because I know it's fake, but it's like, okay, well, they'll say I protected Beardson or whatever. It's like, okay. Uh, and I like Kessler. He's come on, you know, but... Uh, I think in this regard, you're pretty uh, off base, but that's okay. Uh, we can argue about it. Let's see. All right. Let's see. If, uh, all right. Let's, uh, okay. I won't read that loud. <laughs> all right. Uh, okay. Let's see. Hey, I haven't used Discord in years. I don't know how the audio settings are supposed to work, but I'm here. Yeah, well, we can't. Yeah, and it's fine. I wasn't trying to be mean to you, but I can't. We can't do it on the delay. Like, you listen and we wait. That's just inoperable, right? That's just not going to. That won't work. But anyway, thank God for the roadcasters I mentioned. Called you up. Here you are. And again, I already went on record, and I've argued with people about this before. I don't think there's any legitimacy Uh to the to the to the gab post, but uh, so I don't want to act like I haven't just said that because I did. But I got you here, and you can say whatever you want. Here's Beardson. Yeah, Beardson. Uh, so I'm trying to figure out what's going on with you and Gab because I know you're shitting all over Gab, basically saying it's a crappy product. At the uh-huh. same time, uh, Torba is paying your buddy Quintez like twenty grand to you know promote AFPAC, uh, uh-huh. which is a little. But the main thing is the controversy over your age of consent post because uh, those are going around. Let's let's say, but first off, not my age of consent post. It's fake. Okay, so I'm just let me just read the one and you can confirm or deny whether it's true or not. It says you dumb. We just looked at it and then I said it's fake. All right, all right, all right. You dumb bitches don't know. Most groipers, including myself, would like to see the age of consent lowered or at least talked about. You say that or not say that. I did not say that. Okay, but it, the substance of the thing is true, right? Quintez no. has, uh, has denied that age of consent is a valid concept. I have no idea. Yeah, yeah, just like uh, Jack Murphy. Remember people were talking about him denying uh, age of consent and saying it was okay to have children? I, I have don't composed know anything by, about Jack uh, Murphy. Yeah, Quintez. I don't know what every show. single person has ever said about age of consent because I don't give a fuck about the age of consent at all. Like, yeah, but I'm talking about your buddy that is a real being and everything. Like, uh, yeah. and and um, so I just want <clears throat> to confirm about age of consent because he did a show where he uh, was he the name of the show was Judge Roy Moore did nothing wrong, and the okay. context of that. Is so allegations of sexually assaulting a fourteen-year-old girl when he was thirty-two? 
And are you, so, are you, are you uh, calling Nick me to said, like argue about something that Nick said? Is that is that the yeah? Well, I'm saying the there? substance of that yeah post is correct, essentially, right? That the Groypers no, do. I don't, think I don't agree with that. that. And, 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 Again, like, yeah, I'm not. I, I, I don't keep track of every hey, single word that Nick says. Stuttering, man, just answer the question. Do you think what that uh, it's okay for the Groypers to question age of consent? I'm, I don't have an opinion on the age of consent. I'm not Louis Theroux. Stop stuttering, you little bitch. Answer <laughs> the question. You're really mad, man. You're, hey, you need to take a chill <laughs> pill, man, I think. Well, look, I'm just treating you like you treated me after Charlottesville because I remember you, you had me on uh, you had me on your uh, weekly chat. Which I think I've been proven correct uh, on that point look, because you don't even know how fucking Discord works. So and uh, you know, you know what you've been proven so. right on. You said that uh, the Charlottesville organizers should be blamed because people were docked and like three people got arrested. Then you and your buddy Fuentes promoted January 6th. 730 uh, people in counting have been arrested for that. They're sitting in prison in detainment while you are becoming millionaires uh, going to conferences Hold on, wait, wait. Kessler, you got to let him respond. I, we, we have no problem with you coming on arguing. I like that. But you got to let him respond. Go ahead, Beardson. Well, I mean, he's sitting there saying that we promoted January 6th. We promoted a Stop the Steal event. We didn't promote, or uh, you know, storming the Capitol and breaking the law, which, you know, sucks. I mean, like, I feel bad for those guys. I really do. And my heart goes out to every single one of them. Uh, I think they're being persecuted by the state. Uh, but, yeah, no, I think Charlottesville was absolutely a disaster. Tons of people got docked. Some, I mean, people in the state are still paying the price for it. It sucks. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, the same thing with January 6th. You know, the difference is that probably 700 more people are facing uh, charges. But curiously, you and Quintez, Quintez was quoted as saying, uh, ignore the police, overturn the barricades. That's incitement. Why hasn't he been charged? Baked Alaska sure was inside being, the Capitol being, uh, filming the faces of the people Congress, who are but... facing charges. Why is he, like, getting to hang around with the congressman and making thousands of dollars uh, going around macing people on video? How does that funny. work? He's funny and awesome, and you're not. Yeah, and that was the justification that you gave about why you thought it was okay for Fuentes to invite people to uh, basically a, a, a trap, a legal trap, uh, on what, January 6th after hypocritically um, turning on the Charlottesville people. You said, well, the difference between the Charlottesville people and Nick is I like Nick. That's fucked up, man. You're yeah. an inconsistent, immoral Let's get one thing straight here, okay? Let's get one thing straight here. I feel bad for people that went to Charlottesville and gotten trapped by your shitty-ass conference or shitty-ass event. I feel bad for the rank-and-file people. The people that need to be blamed are you and your incompetence. Uh, I had a permit. I, the difference was that there yeah. we got attacked by Antifa. Your people uh -huh. didn't get attacked by anybody. You didn't uh -huh. have a permit. You went in where you weren't supposed to. It was a uh -huh. low-level misdemeanor trespassing for most of these people, and they're being railroaded. I agree with that. But it's uh -huh. totally inconsistent that you guys turned on the Charlottesville people, no, dumped was, on them for your own benefit. So you could basically try like to take over benefit. from I the people who are facing political persecution. So, yes, I agree that January 6th people are facing political persecution, but so were the Charlottesville people. And you uh -huh. and Nick Fuentes used that situation to knife those people in the back so you could replace all of the all-right people at Charlottesville. It's fucked up. 
No, here's the thing, man. I do. I feel bad for anybody that's paying the price. I have friends that went to Charlottesville, right? And and they had to pay the price for it. And it sucks, man. But here's the problem is you had absolutely no sort of judgment when it came to who you invited, who you let attend, who you, you had no quality control at all. And you had all these sorts of like fans. You're the one to speak. You're talking like about. That. You're not going to end up with me. Wait, wait, Kessler, Kessler. Hold on. Yeah. Right. Let him finish. Let him finish. Go ahead, Beardson. And we'll, I'll, we'll have plenty of time for you to talk. Go ahead. Go ahead, Beardson. Yeah, take a chill pill, Kessler. I know you're upset, but, you know, just bring it down a little bit here. Uh, I'm talking to you like a reasonable, rational human being, and I'm trying to be rational and fair to you, even though you're coming at me with all sorts of, like, really deranged sort of bullshit. Um, but, no, I mean, there was absolutely no quality control. You invite guys like Mike Enoch and Richard Spencer who were trouble from the start, and you just weren't smart enough to recognize that, and now well, look where they're at. They're, no, they're nowhere. But that's they're not doing anything. They're not accomplishing bullshit. anything. They're not, I, they're I, not accomplishing your, again, again, you're going to try to interrupt just me. It's not going to work, man. I'm sorry. I'm, I, I'm not sure you know who I am, but I am the king of not getting interrupted, okay? I'll just keep fucking talking over you all night, and then we'll be here for fucking two hours, and Ralph's going to get pissed at both of us, all right? So take a chill pill, calm it down, and uh, we can have a talk. Again, you had no quality control over who you invited, who you attended, who you had mainlining this thing, and it, it blew up in your face. And unfortunately, there's a lot of bad actors involved at Charlottesville on both sides. I don't, I don't totally disagree with you. Antifa attacked you guys. You had the permits and everything. And you should have been able to just hold your fucking rally to begin with. But whenever you get a bunch of hot-tempered people on both sides in a situation like that, trouble is always going to happen every single time. Now yeah, you yeah, yeah you've got a turn. reasonable take, and I have no problem with that take, but at the time, you ambushed me. You brought me on your weekly sweat with Baked Alaska, and I've never forgotten how you, Baked treated me. me to come on because the show, Baked actually, Alaska be was there, and he knows what happened to us. He got maced by these animals, mm-hmm. and you guys hijacked me, and at the time, January 6th wasn't a twinkle in your eye, so you thought you could dump on me at the time that I was trying to expose this police chief who said, let them fight. There were serious, serious historical civil rights abuse. And whether you like Richard Spencer or Mike Enoch or not, they don't deserve to be uh, attacked by Antifa in the streets to shut them down from having a permit. In retrospect, would I do an event with those people again? No, I wouldn't. But it did strike me as a tad bit hypocritical after January 6th you know, you can say there were bad optics at Charlottesville. Based Alaska, you know, has, you know, uh, he's a full 1488 guy. That's, there's no doubt about that. Uh, he has d- done gas chamber memes. He told me himself he was a 1488 guy. Uh, <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah, you know, the guy face, introduces yeah. Cowboy sure. Tammy doing a speech, a uh, Hitler speech about the Jews and cheers about it. The guy has no remorse even after, like, that two-faced video he did where he uh, pretended to be reformed or whatever. So you got your problems. You know, you had the Camp Auschwitz guy at January 6th. You had uh, Alex Jones who, Bro. you know, debated. <laughs> Again, <laughs> like, what are you talking about, man? Like, you realize, like, Nick did not organize January 6th, right? Like, I, I just want you to know that. Like, Nick was did not bring 100,000 people. He was like, hey, Proud Boys and fucking, you know, three percenters, all you guys, come on. Like, you re- like you realize this, right? Like, you dude, realize he was look, promoting it was a the fucking Trump rally. It was a deal. Trump rally, dude. Like, that's what he invited people to go to, the Trump rally. Right? Can we get that Camp Auschwitz guy on the show? Uh, I don't know if you have any. Look, there was a crew, there was a posse of Alex Jones, Ali Alexander, and Nick Fuentes that were going around to all these stop the steals. They had Nick riding around in a tank. The, tr- the election was stolen. you got to yeah. show up on January 6th. 
They were all promoting it. You can't say that it didn't have anything to do with that. There were people with America First flags inside the Capitol. Uh, there was the, the lady with the skull mask that stole uh, Nancy Pelosi's uh, laptop. That, that was a Groiper. That was a Nick Fuentes fan. She came no, she because wasn't. he told her to come. And when he was addressing the crowd, Fuentes said, yay, we, we stopped the certification of the election. You know, that is what they've charged all these working class Joes with, is trying to obstruct mm-hmm. an act of Congress. So why did the e-celebs and congressmen like Paul Gozar that were planning this with Fuentes and uh, Ali and uh, Alex Jones, why are they doing conferences getting rich? Because they're While smarter and more successful than you. Here's the thing, man. Can, can we, can we, can we I, got, I got a button Well, here. yeah, let me get in, but I'll, I'll say this. They did arrest some, they did arrest some e-celebs. Straka, I think that he had to do some time. Yeah, I mean, they did arrest some people. I, I mean, it's my opinion that they would have put a case on Nick if they could. Uh, but anyway, I, that's my thought on it. But anyway, go ahead, Beardson. I mean, you, you brought up a lot of stuff here, and I'm going to try to be charitable and address it as much as I can here. Uh, the reason why I brought you on the weekly sweat back in the day was because, A, you approached me to come on, okay, uh, because you wanted to promote another Charlottesville, which I thought was the most retarded fucking idea that I've ever heard in my entire life, which, again, totally vindicated on this. Totally, you're not going to interrupt me. I'm still talking here. Shut the fuck up, okay? Take a fucking chill pill. Calm down. Shut the fuck up. I'm still talking here. This is my turn. This is my time, Okay. I'm the fucking guest, and you're the fucking calling. Don't don't forget that. Anyways, um, but uh, yeah, you wanted to promote another Charlottesville, oh, which was hero, the, right? again, again, you're not going to talk over me. This isn't going to fucking work, man. I don't know why you think you, that you're just going to like cut me off here. It's not going to work. Uh, you wanted to promote another Charlottesville. It was an absolutely retarded idea. So I brought you on because you're like, I have this whole dossier on Richard Spencer, and I'm going to expose him, which I think I still have it saved somewhere. That all this like stupid shit that you sent me because like. I mean, like, man, what a what a real good friend you are, right? To sit there and try to betray someone's confidence like that and link intel about people to one another. Like, you seem like a really charitable and awesome guy. Uh, and so, yeah, I thought you were a full-on scumbag just for that alone. I hate Richard Spencer, but, like, doing that kind of shit, doing that kind of, like, dirty back-alley bullshit, I think, is really disingenuous and wrong. And, I, by the way, if you want to, like, sit there and contest it with me, I still have all the DMs screenshotted and saved on my phone. So if you really want to go through that, we can. But um, anyways... Uh, this whole idea of like, oh, Nick, Nick did, uh, he organized January 6th? Not true. He didn't organize it. He told everybody to go to the fucking Trump rally, and then they were going to have a small little rally afterwards on the, on the lawn. He, he, did, he wasn't promoting and telling people to storm the Capitol or anything like that. I don't know where you're like getting this whole idea that like Nick commands like Alex Jones's InfoWars fans and stuff like this. This is all like very disingenuous and wrong. And I just think it, it just sounds like to me you have a really big axe to grind because your thing failed and Nick's is succeeding. That's what it really comes across to me. Go ahead, Look, I, I openly talk about the issues with Richard Spencer. This isn't some secret thing. Like, your buddies were the ones who recorded Richard Spencer in private. And we can go into that, uh, doing the sig piles and stuff. And then you, you organize that to be released with Milo on your servers. So what? don't come to me with that bullshit. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? about? I've never had contact with Milo until like a month ago. What I'm, talking, what I'm talking about is stuff that was released in our court case stuff that he okay. had to turn over in discovery that were public documents that were talked about in the local newspaper, the daily progress. So don't come to me. Like I'm betraying somebody's confidence. Your, your crew is the one who does that. All right. I, mean, again, but, uh, I don't know what I, you're talking I, about. They're like your sure. crew. It's like, just because I, I'm like sure. friends with somebody doesn't mean I condone everything. That, I mean, I didn't condone, condone like Ralph Dobson people or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, it is so, what it is, but allegedly I didn't actually die. Right. <laughs> well, allegedly. Yeah. Sorry, but 
Yeah. Uh, but whatever. You know what I mean? It's like, this, this is what I'm talking about. It's this whole idea of like guilt by association nonsense now with this guy where it's like, I mean, did I do any of this stuff? Did I, did I participate in any of this stuff? No. It's like, well, but Nick said this. Oh, but Milo did this. Like, do you have anything to actually say like to, to me or about me? Uh, or any criticisms of me, or, or do I have to sit here and try to defend every well, other fucking play, planet, person on the planet that you have a grudge with under the sun? Is that, is that what I have to do here, or what? How is that different than you trying to lump me in for the things that Mike Enoch and Richard Spencer do? I mean, Because I, you invited them to your event. I'm holding you accountable for your actions. America first or the alt-right. That's for sure if you look at the things that uh, I talk about. And I have been trying to find justice. I don't look at anything you talk about because you're fucking nobody. You must be real, In Charlottesville, for the last five years, and you dumped on me for your petty political gain, and Nick Fuentes did. I can bring up what Nick Fuentes was saying. I mean, I brought up... Go talk to Nick Fuentes about it, man. I'm not Nick. I mean, again, this is what I'm talking about. It's like you you have all these, like, criticisms against Nick, and you want to, like, use me as, like, some proxy or whatever. I'm not not his fucking assistant. I don't work for Nick. Nick doesn't fucking pay me. I'm not out here to fucking sit here and, and... uh, well, yeah. I, I like, like, do you want me to fight? You want to write him emails? Do I have to write like sift through his fucking emails, answer his fan emails for him? Is that is that my job? Now, I listened apparently? to the beginning of the show and you were just kissing his butt repeatedly. Yeah, he's my friend. What a great person you are. Yeah, he's, he's, a, he's my friend. Absolutely. So why isn't it a valid topic now to talk about what great people you are? That you know you took advantage of uh, our civil liberties being violated in Charlottesville to build your own brand. Let me just read like what the, the difference was between 2017 and 2018. Fuentes, what an incredible rally here in Charlottesville. We took mace, pepper spray, feces. They sent in the National Guard counter-protesters and had the governor declare a state of emergency all to silence us. Uh, they know the states. You can call us racist, white supremacists, Nazis, and bigots. You can disavow us on social media from your uh-huh. cushy campus reform job. And it goes on. And then in the next so year, now, in So now I have to defend Nick Fuentes' tweets from five years ago? Like, that's what I have to do now? Well, well he's echoing <laughs> your thinking. <laughs> Come on, this you is ridiculous. Going to the hip. You said you're not just uh, online buddies. You hang out in real life and what great, yeah. cozy people you are, you know? Uh-huh. So, yeah, so you, I have you to defend Nick Fuentes' like, tweets from five years ago. So I was that's about to talk about the to 2018 do? rally that you brought me on to basically diss me and throw shade on me at in 2018. That event does what you guys are doing long before you did. You're ripping it off. I had a multi-ethnic coalition that was there to stand up for the rights of the Charlottesville marchers in 2017. I had white people, I had black people, I had Jews. Dude, just I take the L, dude. Just take the well, L. As, Charlottesville is no a disaster. Just no take violence. the fucking L at as, this point, man. Just move finish. and grow as a person and move on. All right, let him finish. It's fair. It's fair. Go ahead. Let him finish. Go ahead. All right. So as we were marching, we were being attacked by Antifa in the media, and you guys... You and Fuentes were on there calling us honeypots, calling us fat, uh, feds, and all this other shit while, you know, we're being attacked in the streets. It's not right. And you guys know what happened. You know we were set up by the police. It's wrong. And I've defended the January 6th people many, many times. I don't mean to imply that the January 6th people, uh, for the most part, did something wrong. But I do think that the e-celebrities who are promoting this thing have been uh, have gotten off the hook, especially those who set, had such uh, different criticisms of Charlottesville at the time. Mm-hmm. Look, man. Go ahead. I'm just, yeah, go ahead, just, Pearson. Look, I get it, man. Uh, you're pissed off about Charlottesville, but it, that was five years ago, man. It was five years ago. 
you have to move on to a certain point where you can grow from this as a person, learn from your mistakes and move on. And and I'm not trying to be mean. I'm not trying to be spiteful here. I'm I'm, I'm honestly telling you this from one human being to another because I I genuinely, I don't hate you. I don't think you're an evil person. And I I really don't, even though you're coming on here slandering me and telling me all this shit, I really don't think you're an evil guy, man. And you you're not going to interrupt me. This isn't going to work. Okay? This is what I'm talking about. This is anytime you try to show these people any sort of like charity or grace, uh, this is how they act and respond, man. Just take a chill pull for a minute. Let me and sit down. Let me you talk to you. Man, man, man. You're not going to sit here and argue with me and try to over talk me. It's not going to happen. I'm going to keep talking. You're you not going to get what you're though. trying to say here. I'm, you can keep talking and everything and everything else. Not going to happen. But look, man, you got to move on from this thing, man. I didn't think Charlottesville was a good idea from the beginning. And I said so as much. It's, it's, it's pretty not well about documented. And again, you're Let not going to talk over right me. There. It's not going to no, don't stop him. Don't always stop. talk over me, okay? I don't, I don't even need a moderator, okay? I'm just an endless talking machine at this point, okay? You talk uh, I over me. Still, again, you're not, it, I'm going to finish my point, and you're just going to shut the fuck up, or we're going to be here all night, man. I, I don't know how many times ahead, I've explained this to you. you. Yeah, I, I will. Thank you for the permission. Shut up. All right? Take a chill pill. Calm down. But... I do legitimately. I mean, my heart bleeds for you, for the people that got persecuted at Charlottesville. Even even people I don't like, like Christopher Cantwell, Patrick Casey. I hate these guys. You know what? I pray for them though, because it sucks. They absolutely got martyred by the state, and it sucks. But you have to be able to recognize that we live in a climate where, yeah, it's not fair, and it sucks. It, it sucks. I and I agree with you on this. Yeah, the police probably set you up. Yes, all of these things happen. But the problem with Charlottesville was that you guys didn't take into any of this into account in the planning ahead of time, and you should have. And that was the point that I was trying to make from the very beginning of this thing. This this is not some free state where everything works out the way that we want it to. This the, the, there is clearly a thumb on the fucking scale on one side versus the other. And we have to operate as such. And that's been my, my criticism of the alt-right from the very beginning. They they just went out carelessly acting like, oh, but if they do this, this isn't fair. This isn't right. Yeah, no shit, it's not right, man. We get that. And that's how you have to operate, and that's how you have to think. And I, I and I do sincerely think the Charlottesville shit fucked you up. And I and I and I mean this from the bottom of my heart. Even though you hate my fucking guts, I do legitimately feel bad for you. And I and I hope that one day you can reconcile that and, and move on from it. I really do. I think this is a big hang-up for you emotionally and personally, and I get that. I totally get it. It's a very traumatic thing for you, and I'm not trying to, like, talk down to you or anything like that. I'm talking to you man-to-man. I, I do legitimately feel bad for you, and I hope that you can build some sort of happiness out of this, but you've got to let it go, man. I'm sorry. You just do. Okay. Can I please have my turn? He's not my psychotherapist, okay? He doesn't need to— I'm not trying know, to be your therapist. He, I'm trying to talk to you like a human being he, and show you a little bit of compassion thank you, and care. Thank you for your, your great words of advice about moving on, okay? Buddy, but I still have lawsuits against the Charlottesville government, you know, that that are in appeals on the Fourth Circuit uh, for, you know, the Western District of Virginia. This and is I legitimately hope you win, man. Forever, whether, whether the police have an obligation to protect protesters from violence. So I can't just move on. I have many things in my personal life that I've done that I've moved on, you know, from Charlottesville. But uh, there is an enormous responsibility that is placed on me to make this thing right. And the reason that I'm angry with you and with uh, the Groypers in particular is I feel like you guys, even though many of you were there, Fuentes was there, Bake the Last was there, you did not back us up. You did not help us uh, to... Uh, publicize what was going on with our legal cases to uh, make sure the community was there and supporting yeah, it's not my us. Job, man. We've been, you guys took advantage of it and basically shifted on a dime from saying 
that our uh, rights were violated to saying that, you know, we were feds and we're psychopaths and this kind of stuff. Um, you, you don't know that I've been in a legal battle against some of the most powerful people in the United States for five years. You may have vaguely heard about a lawsuit that was filed against uh, the Charlottesville uh, organizers, but you don't know this was Roberta Kaplan, who is somebody who had sued Donald Trump. Uh, you don't know that uh, these people were funded by uh, people in the Jeffrey Epstein network, Reed Hoffman, the founder of LinkedIn, who's a billionaire. Um, you don't know the hedge fund managers were uh, funding this and all of the precedent that it's setting for the fact that, you know, if you defend yourself from violence against hecklers, that you don't have a right to self-defense. And that's why I have to fight it. That's why it's not just some casual thing like I get drunk on a stream and uh, say I want to rape somebody. Oh, well, let me move on, you know. Uh, it's a, a serious deal that has adult responsibilities. And so all I'm trying to do is say that I think that it was really unfair for you guys to try and knife the Charlottesville people in the back. And you know what happened. Bates knows he was there. Uh, Fuentes knows he was there, and that's the point that I'm trying to make. I think it was all a game when you had me on the Weekly Sweat those years ago and oh, yeah. uh, ambushed me because you didn't know yeah, that your own people would make the same mistake and go into January 6th. But if you had taken some time not to be so judgmental towards us and tried to learn from those of us who were not hostile to you at the time, I wanted to be your friend. I came on there, and you and your co-host and I were joking about video games, and I thought, this guy is going to be my buddy. And I've never felt so betrayed, and that's why I remember that to this day. Mm -hmm. Well, hey, man, you know, look, I still stand by it because I think our organizing in the Charlottesville is an absolutely retarded idea. And to be quite frankly with you, I just thought that it was a really scumbag move that you were trying to leak private documents to me from Richard Spencer. I'm sorry. I think that's it's a very scumbag move. Did that happen? Well, wait, he made an accusation about you leaking his DMs. Did that happen? Yeah, I mean, he, he sent me a whole, like, file folder. Well, yeah, well, I'm asking him. I mean, I don't know. Like, you, you kind of laid it at his feet that that was a dishonorable thing. I mean, what do you say to that? Uh, that's a charge he's made against you, Jason. I mean, I don't well, I care way. That earlier. Yeah. I was talking about text messages that were reported on and in the news that were part of our court case where Richard Spencer was basically saying uh, to his uh, consigliere, Eli Mosley, uh, basically accusing me of being Jewish and saying, we're going to take this event from him and saying, I'm in control of the event now. So w when there's all this blame to be laid at people and people are saying, for me, that I was uh, the, the main guy at Charlottesville, it's just not accurate. And I have a right to defend myself and say, look, these guys were scheming on me behind uh, the scenes, and I was not in charge of the event. It, it makes no sense for somebody to say, uh, oh, well, this uh, publicly uh, released and reported on text exchange, you have some obligation to protect these uh, treacherous bastards who stabbed you in the back. Uh, no, I have a right to defend my reputation. Now, I think that it's just it's okay. in a hot exchange here, and he's trying to find a way to answer the— Well, uh, well no, that I might mean, have been what he generally thought at the time. Uh, but anyway, go ahead. You can answer to that, Beerson, if you want. Well, I didn't, first off, I didn't know that these were, like, right. publicly available things. So you, you get a fucking file folder full of, like, text messages and shit, you know what I mean? It's like, 
Hmm. You know, it's like, I, I just saw this very scumbag movie. I didn't, I didn't know that these were like publicly available or not. You know what I and mean? And I don't know the history either way. So I can't sit here and be the guy who says this is how it was. Uh, well, because yeah, I was in jail for something else at the time. Yeah. I'm taking that as word here. You know? Right. I don't know either way. I was in jail. <laughs> Thank God I was not in Charlottesville. Just go just Google Daily Progress Richard Spencer text messages, and you'll see the the article that's about it, and it should have the embedded PDF with the court documents and the literal text messages that, that I sent to you in there. Okay, that's hey, I take your extra word for it, but at the time, I did not know that those were, like, public. I thought this was, like, some real, like, actual, like, behind-the-scenes text messages shit that you were wanting me to leak, and I thought that was a real scumbag move. Okay, you, you know what, my, maybe my, my mistake. I'm, try, I'm, try, I'm not giving you one here, man. Just take it, okay? Yeah, we could have, you know, I, I can see a little bit of both sides, honestly. Uh, and I know how he feels because I talked to him about this before. It's like he organized Charlottesville and then, you know, it felt like he was left on the soldier left behind, I guess, you know, type thing. Where, but, you know, also, again, it was Charlottesville. Uh, it wasn't, uh, you know, I could understand people getting away from that thing <laughs> as quickly as possible, too, you know, right? Um, yeah. Um, it's kind of a thing where, you know, if you were running daily Charlottesville phone, I was, I'll be honest, I had you on the show uh, to talk about your lawsuit, and you, and you talked about your, your fundraising and all that. I, there was some questions about whether I was going to do that uh, because I thought, and I even talked to you about it. I was like, I don't know, man. You know, I support what you're doing, uh, but this, you know, it's a dangerous maneuver uh, for me. And I ended up being fine. I did it because I, thought it was the right thing to do, but uh, I could also see, you know, oh, fuck, this guy's radio, right, radioactive, like uh, n- nothing personal against you, but that's how I could see people saying that. So I guess I see both sides of it. But anyway, um, go ahead, Kessler, and I'll let Beards well, get in, and we'll do TTS, yeah, and we'll finish this up. Actually, I don't disagree with a lot of the things you guys are saying about this, you know. Uh, Charlottesville obviously was a disaster, you know, and some of the people that were there weren't good people. Uh, but I disagree on some of the assumptions about, like, we should have known at the time. Charlottesville was the first of its kind. And at that time, we were still, like, living in this gray area where the ACLU still supported uh, free speech for political dissidents. And we'd had this long storied history of protests for both the far left and the far right, where the ACLU was even supporting Nazis and police had. Traditionally, to that's them. what they've done. Yeah, traditionally, the ACLU yeah. has. That's, I mean, you know, that's why they used to have a lot of respect until they turned into a partisan hack organization. And now they, they don't even fulfill what they were, you know, what their whole purpose is basically to defend free speech at every fucking turn. Um, Anyway, go ahead. Sorry. And that has never happened before like that. When in American history, like, there were some police stand downs at Berkeley, but it was never the nuclear level uh, shit show at Charlottesville. And on top of that, there's stuff that, like, how can you lay the blame for what happened with the guy driving the car in the crowd? I don't want to get into debating that whole well, thing, and I... but that that is one difference. We all, as protesters, got blamed for that, and it happened after the event was over like hours after. And so part of that radioactive level uh, shit that's heaped on me and everybody else is totally unfair. We didn't know that guy. We didn't put uh, his foot right. on the gas, but we've had to suffer for that. And if that one incident hadn't happened, Charlottesville and history would be totally different. Okay, but here's the thing, man. It's like, I, and I remember this pretty vividly, that Nick even shouted out the crowdfund for, for James Fields. So my chat said that, and I was going to bring that up. I don't know. I didn't see. I believe it. If they, I don't say anything a lot about that. But yeah. and, 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 like, uh, I don't know. This this whole idea of, like, 
you're now you have a grudge against Nick and America first or whatever, because of January 6th, because we acknowledge that Charlottesville was a bad idea. And yeah, I mean, and Nick was there. He didn't, he didn't realize it at the time too. I mean, I got invited to go and I kind of had, you know, not, not to fucking break my arm, pat myself on the back here, but I kind of had the foresight not to fucking go to it um, because I didn't think it was a good idea. And I turned out to be right and totally vindicated on that. Uh, but I mean, Nick paid a, a huge price for going to Charlottesville too. I mean, he got kicked out of school for it. And he's been branded like a white nationalist. Plus, it's on his resume. Yeah, they always say he was at Charlottesville, right? That's a, yeah, they even Vinti, so even Vinti, even Vinti the other day on the film, they're like, she was at Charlottesville. Clearly, but are you willing to admit that January sixth was a bad idea? I mean, yeah, clearly. I mean, I think. It, don't get me wrong. I think it was it was pretty fucking cool. But at the same time, yeah, no, it definitely is never a good idea to break the law either. You know what I mean? And you can have, you know you can have a sort of like nebulous sort of definition of what that is. I don't think that anybody that that went into that Capitol building should should have paid the price that they're that they're being paid. It's pretty clear that they're being targeted by the United States government. Right. And I fully support those people. But I've always said from the get go, I fully support the, the, the most of the rank and file people that went to Charlottesville, too. And they got caught up in this stuff, man. The problem was the organ, the organizers and the, and the people that they chose to invite, because once again, you bring these sort of very high volatile people and put them in a group with one another and throw in Antifa and pepper spray and tear gas from the police. And it's never going to be a good idea. And you can sit there and say like, Oh, nothing like this has ever happened before, but there's been clear uh, events where Antifa has stormed in protest before. I don't know why this is like, I mean, dude, Antifa was going to just random fucking Trump rallies in 2016, giving them shit. You know what I mean? Like you can say, yeah, maybe not in the dissident, right? This has never happened before, but this was happening to the right as a whole for a very long time. Okay, so to sit there and like feign ignorance is like, oh, well, we didn't know any better. Oh, shucks. Uh, I think that's disingenuous, man. I mean, this was this was a climate for just normal Trump supporters. How do you think it's going to be when you get Richard Spencer and David Duke there? You know, come on, that's ignorant. And the, and the, and the big problem that you're really overseeing here is that you wanted to do it again, man. You wanted to do it again after the first one failed miserably. You're like, well, we need to go back and be a, uh, do a show of force. No, no. just take the no. L and move on. You're wrong. I didn't say show of force. Don't put words in my mouth. And like I already said, I, I think I showed tremendous bravery under the circumstances to do the event in D.C. in 2018. And I corrected a lot of the mistakes that were made then. Like I said, People took control of Charlottesville from me in 2017. It wasn't my vision. I certainly don't want people out there chanting Jews will not replace us and all this stupid stuff using the N-word. I'm not for that. Uh, that was totally okay, against so then my Okay, so why didn't you invite event. people it's like fucking not, Mike Enoch like, and Richard Spencer fair, then, if you didn't want that? You know what I mean? Like, it's retarded. You have, like, let, fucking let, David let Duke finish. on the poster for this let thing. Come fair. on, man. You said, I want to do it again. Look at how the 2018 event uh, turned out. Nobody got... Nobody arrested. Dr. We had nobody, nobody met. coalition people. The, the news stories were only positive for the right, not just for me and my group of people, <laughs> but generally. All the stories were about Antifa attacking journalists. And I made sure to tell people that you had to have total nonviolence, not even self-defensive violence is acceptable. So I think we totally corrected the mistakes there. I think your uh, your criticisms are totally unfair that I just wanted to do it again. I also wasn't inviting the same people. There was no Cantwell. There was no Painovich. There was no Spencer. It was no e-celebrities, which is a, a big thing I've learned. And yeah, part so of the nobody showed up. <laughs> no. Yeah. 
other than Ralph. Ralph is awesome, and he's a legendary <laughs> broadcaster. I don't think of him as just a celeb. He's like a legendary broadcaster. But but a lot of these people, like your Spencer's, you. they're just egomaniacs, and they don't let normal uh, average Joes and Janes do their job of uh, organizing a protest. You look at the, what the truckers are doing in Canada. There's no egos there. There's no e-celebs. It's just people getting the thing done. But you, so, so you totally concede my point that it was a total fucking mistake. Then, like that, so you agree with me then that, that you fucked up the first time? Yeah, I did. I made a lot of mistakes. But, okay, you know, that's the I, beef, I was idealistic. <laughs> And like, he even wait, said maybe there was a miscommunication. A now, wait, hold on. He even said maybe there's a miscommunication. He didn't realize where the text would come from. Maybe we can have a, you know, some type of, I won't say come together moment, but, uh, you know, it's, it's been a long time, right? Uh, things happen in the fog of war. Um, and you know how it is. These things are factionalized, too. We argue about the shit all the time. Um, so maybe it's just, you know. An honest parting of the ways, right? They could have, if things had broken a different way, it wouldn't have happened, right? Uh, I don't think either one of you guys are bad guys, right? There's no, there's no real malice there. Um, I'm, an, I'm evil, nigga. I'm an evil, nefarious <laughs> motherfucker. Okay, Ralph. I'm a menace. That's what Nick <laughs> Nick called me the other day. I'm thinking about getting a shirt with that. Just menace, giant letters right there on the shirt. <sighs> anyway, well, I don't know. Well, That's, I, don't, I don't. Go ahead. I don't know that we totally ironed out the issues here. No, but, I didn't uh, say that. I think, that <laughs> I think he's calmer than he was a few years ago. Like, it was vicious. It was, like, inhuman the way he treated me. Like, oh, I was just like... Get over it, dude. Like, it was good and content. he's not acting quite that way. I can see a glimmer of humanity in, in him now. He's a little bit more humbled. And uh, I've sort of gotten this out of my system here. But, uh, so... I'm not going to be heavily focused on it, but this was something that I was very upset about. Well, I hope, you know, we had a chat here. I think, yeah, I'll forgive you. Don't worry about it. I forgive you. Oh, yes. I forgive you too. Well, that's good. Can we? Yes. Yes. It finally happened. We had ultimate forgiveness here on the kill stream on the 1000th episode for fuck's sake. Amazing, ladies and gentlemen. Kessler, I appreciate you calling in, sir, and I do wish you the best. Hey, and, yep. and I mean this sincerely. I, I legitimately do hope you win your appeals, man. No no joke. I'll be praying for you. All right. Adios. Thank you, sir. Appreciate that. That was heartwarming. Wow. Okay. Wow. Just go with it. All right. Now let's <laughs> <laughs> let me. Went from calling me a pedophile to forgiving each other. <laughs> that was quite the roller coaster, I have to say. Oh, boy. All right. Now, we did have a couple super chats. I'm sorry. I just couldn't let those bing bing during. That was primo stuff. Uh, and so I did have to turn them off. Uh, would have made more money. You, you really say, I hate to interrupt. You can sure. really say we're, we're, we're uniting the right here. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> this is Unite the Right 3 right here, baby. That's <laughs> Charlottesville's our next stop. That's the only answer we have to. Your failure has brought you back to me. Uh, all right. Mr. Leon sent $10. Jason Kessler is a confirmed loser and a failure who uses Ambien, liquor, and Xanax. Now, wait. Hold on. Whites deserve better. Let's not Please use those. Hold people. on. This is important. We don't want to bring those up. Fuck that guy. Yeah, hold on. Uh... I'm not sure if we want to examine those type of issues. Mr. Leon, thank you, though. I appreciate that. Unrealist said his, his shit wasn't working. He wanted to call in, uh, but it wasn't working. I think we have a couple more calls. Oh, we do. 
We do have some Collins. Now, to be fair uh, to Dingo, uh, we have a couple more before him, just to be fair to the callers, and we will bring him in, though. Go ahead, uh, Tahiro. Tahiro? Can you hear me? I can, sir, yeah. All right. Uh, hello? Hello. Beardson, hey. I love you. Oh, thanks, man. I love feet as well. Good for you, man. Um, I'm going to be at Donda too, so that's going to be epic. Yeah, man, maybe I'll see you there. Yeah, I'll take my uh, my AAF hat. Be careful. Every joyper takes their AAF hat. We could take like a Kino pick together. <laughs> so. I'd leave that one at home. New rag, dude. <laughs> no, I'm taking it. I'm taking it. Oh, well, you're a brave man. I think I'd leave that uh, one at home, sir. This might be your yeah, last I call. Flourish mean, last. Up, I'll be at AFPAC anyway, so. It'll be well, we, maybe so just, I'll see you there too. Yeah, just look for me, man. I'll, I'll be wearing a do rag, a gold chain, and a Fubu shirt, trying to blend in. So, all right, epic. Um, also, the the Louis Doc. That was pretty good optics, honestly. When you kicked him off. Oh, thanks, man. Uh, he was like insisting that you were a Nazi for like five minutes straight, ignoring everything you said, and I could see it. You got emotional. Uh. So when you kicked him off, it, it was like, it looked good. Even normies will be like, nah, Louis, that was cringe on Louis' part. Well, yeah, I mean, I did get emotional about it. You know, I, I, that's the thing, man. Like, like on the internet, it's like the, the classic rule is like the first person to get mad loses or whatever. But I don't know, man. You invite a guy to your home and he just doesn't listen to you. I think that you can you can kind of throw that shit out the window, man. I think I think there is such a thing as like a righteous anger. And that's, that's really what I felt. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. All right. Wally what, sent $3 be. since I've walked into Bizarro World. Let me just say you'll never angrily sunrise the forgive stream. <laughs> That's right. We're all about forgiveness and healing here uh, on the kill stream. All right, caller. Thank you for calling in, man. I appreciate you. Yeah, thank you. All right, you have a good one. We'll see you at uh, APAC. Uh, Ooga Booga. <laughs> Go ahead. You're on the air. Ooga Booga. All right, Ooga Booga. Get the fuck out of here. Dingo, you're here. Now, we'll keep in mind we just had a 45-minute uh, little blood sport unplanned, but uh, you're here, and we've had a – didn't we didn't we have a – we had a debate with you and Dingo on the show, actually. If I yeah, yeah he got buried pretty bad. Well, oh, boy, here we go. I'm, I was the moderator. I don't take sides in that stuff, but go ahead. You called him something. Yeah, well, it feels weird to be back in the green room and everything, you know, like I felt like uh, – I was like a co-host there for a while, but I guess I'm been demoted here. You what have, did I do, Ralph? You have not. Been, you have not been demoted. Are we going to have it, staffing complaints here live on air? Uh, no. Uh, is, I it didn't, because, is it because I complained about the size of the hat you sent me? Like it, <laughs> it, it, it was okay. I'll wear it. All right. Is that what you want to hear? Yes. Uh, that's exactly no, what the reason was. No, you haven't been demoted. I've just been doing – I had pants you on. Monday, last night, I just went ahead and did the show solo. Okay, so I've been demoted. I've been replaced by Pantsu. Well, I have elevated Pantsu, so to speak. Uh, <laughs> but no, you you haven't been kicked off the show or anything. I had some people. You know what's crazy is, of course, you know, I've had fallings out with people. But if somebody's not on the show for two or three days, and them included, I guess, apparently, they're like, Rob, did he cut me loose? Am I fucked over now? It's like, no, I, there was no... Well, were we supposed to do a fucking Gamergate show like three months ago? Dude. I never fucking heard from your ass. Well, that's like, going to happen. Like, he's dead to me. No, no, that's still going to happen. You know, a few things happened to me since that time. I had you know, a court case and beat the fucking Portugal and everything else. Anyway, yeah, I still want to do that, actually. And this is one of the few OGs who was actually, you know, 
deep in the shit back then, come up through the ranks. Uh, all right, go ahead, Dingo. We won't have a Gamergate flashback. You're not a Gamergate veteran, so. Well, I I, I did watch it like on YouTube. Back okay, then, well far. that counts. That's enough. That's enough. I'll give you that. Yeah, I remember one day Matt cut his teeth on all that, didn't he? With a fake mm-hmm. DMCA, yeah, he did. But anyway, yeah, I won't I, get into. I this. used to think that he looked like a. Like before he was doxxed, I would I thought he was like a skinny long haired skater dude, and holy shit, yeah. was I wrong? That's exactly what I thought. I was like, he's like, I live out in California and stuff, and I was like, yeah, okay. Anyway, I know he was longboard into the hot dog shop. Yeah, I swear he sounded like that too. And when I saw him, I was like, oh, I was really wrong. Anyway, um, well, I was just wanted to remind Beardson of a couple of things, and then I had a question. I just want to remind you, Beardson, that David Duke, there's not a piece of audio that exists on the planet Earth of David Duke using using racial slurs, let alone threatening to ass rape a woman like you do, right? And I don't know if you heard that that audio that Worski and them played of you being, quote, racist for it was like 11 minutes. You were calling black people subhuman, talking about. Now, wait, 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 hold on. Wait, I'm going to cut you off there real quick and I'll let you continue. Worski played a video calling somebody racist. No, he played audio of Beardson. Well, you know, Wars- Andy Worski, you know, built his career off racism and saying the N-word. And basically his whole last show was all about saying the N-word. He could stand twisted to be a mind. little more racist if you ask me. Well, I'm saying, I mean, it's, you know, and he's also admitted rapist, admitted abortionist. Uh, and so I, you know, well, Beardson also has threatened to rape someone. So they have that. Well, no, I mean, he didn't threaten. He didn't rape anybody. anybody. He, he didn't. He didn't actually rape anybody like Andy Worski did. But anyway, I, I just wanted to interject that right there. And you, you can go ahead and continue though. Well, I appreciate. It. I appreciate. It. Yeah, no, but uh, I just feel like it's very hypocritical. You talk about these horrible figures like David Duke. I mean, just I challenge you, you to find me a, a piece of audio of David Duke acting like a horrible person. They've just been, you know, demonized by the media. The same media that that metaphorically ass-raped you in front of 100,000 people less than a week ago, and you wore his fucking face on your shirt, Beardson. That's got to hurt. So, like, I'm just no, wondering, a, why, are you, why are you being so hypocritical? That, I, the T-shirt was a funny bit, man. That wasn't like a, it wasn't a face. It was funny for us and Louie, not for you. It was a fucking L. No, I thought it was funny. Okay. Like okay, yeah, you didn't like that's the bit, whatever. That's man. a cope. That's a cope. But answer <laughs> my question. So Let's say it's hilarious. Like biggest, like, what, what about the... like last time I talked to him, he said, like, "But Beardson, you said the N word while playing Call of Duty. Like what? Like that? Uh, what is this? Like what is this, man? Like is this is like the bizarro world now, where wingnuts are getting mad at me for making racist jokes and saying the no, N word. No, 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 no. I'm not mad at you for making racist jokes. Stop it. I'm I'm saying you're a hypocrite for saying David Duke is some horrible Nazi. When there's no audio of him being quote racist, being quote racist, I'm paraphrasing you. Bring up David Duke. What did I even say about David Duke? I said his name. Dude, during the debate you and I had, you fucking spent 12 minutes running David Duke into the ground, and then you just mentioned him in a negative light 10 minutes ago, and here you are trying to Jew me into thinking that you've never said a bad word about David Duke. I mean, dude, you're fucking flopping right now. But he looks fucking weird. He looks like a weird burn victim. You look like Weave, Jew. Yeah. So let's okay. not talk about now looks, wait. all right? I mean, I can pull up the the, the fucking ancestry dot com results if you if you're really that butthurt about it. But I'm Scottish. What'd you do? Screenshot somebody else's? <laughs> Anyways, listen. Let's move on from that. All right. It's been like five years, know. man. It's been five years, and it's still like the same fucking joke, man. Like, get new material, please, for the love of God. 
It's like five years. Like Beardson's Jewish. It's like okay, here's my ancestry results. Oh uh, well, it's it's uh, photoshopped or something. Like like get fucking. Why would I lie about it, man? At this point, like why wouldn't I just own it? Like who cares? Yeah, I mean, yeah. You know, why would they? Be, why would the whole race lie about what they actually are for two thousand years? You know, you're right. You be the no, first why, one. Like, no, right? Why you would know. I lie about it? Like you guys already think it anyways. Why lie about it again? Like I have no reason to lie about it. Yeah, you do. You have a lot of reason to lie about it. Like what? Like what would happen to me? Tell dude, me. even even, me? even the Groypers would completely abandon you. You think so? You think the Groypers? Well, like, yeah, this dude. Guy yeah, they would have years, more sympathy if you got with a Jewish, woman than if you were a Jew. You think so? Yeah, well, maybe not. They do hate women. But listen, my second question to you. That's funny. Is, why, why were you so obviously emotionally hurt when Louis Thoreau called you a Nazi, said you were doing a Nazi salute? You looked like you were insulted. I was insulted. Yeah, absolutely I was. Because, uh, you know, it's never, It's like I said, it's it's never uh, cool when you invite somebody to your house and they just try to slander you. You know what I mean? And I think that's a fair thing to say, man. Uh, yeah, I was absolutely upset and angry because, uh, you know, you have a guy coming in your house and basically insinuating and, and, and arguing with you that you're doing something that you're not. It doesn't matter what it is. It could be he was like, oh, you did a fucking curtsy or you fucking did a cartwheel. Like, no, I didn't. You know what I mean? It doesn't really matter what it is. It's like you're not wanting to believe me. You're, you know, and uh, you're sitting there calling me a liar in my face. I think anybody, any man should have a reasonable response to get angry about that. But I feel like you were more insulted by, by the whole you were doing a Nazi salute accusation than if he had said something like – Oh, look, you're doing the salute for the International Cattle Ranchers Club, and you're not an international cattle rancher. I don't think that you would be. I mean, do I have to explain the difference between that? those well, two things to you? I mean, is, do you really, do you really well, want so to can explain I, the difference? Yeah, no, and I'll just jump in. I mean, for, 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 you know, obviously, I've said what I've said. I'm, I'm very sympathetic to, to Beard's side, and, and I don't think the Louis Thoreau documentary took any skin off of, off of AF's nose, really, and I, I've been quite clear with that. But uh, also, just from my, my point of view, and you can respond, Dingo, uh, if you'd like, but uh, I, I, from. And again, he was there, but watching Barrettson, I'm like, the reason I would see him getting upset like that is because it's like, this guy's clear, right, okay, the jig's up, he's here trying to frame me as a Nazi, he's trying to push that agenda, right, and it's just like, okay, here we go, right, uh, and the reason they try to frame me as a Nazi or a white nationalist uh, is to ruin you. Basically. No, no, no. I, I, I get that. I mean, look, look okay, I so get what he point? was trying to do. And I, it was pretty obvious to me, and I think everybody that watched it, that Beerson wasn't doing a Zig Heil. Right. What, what I'm getting at it, that's not my point. Not at all. What my point is, okay. is like, why are you so hurt by being compared to a Nazi? Like, do you see Nazis well, the same hurt. way that I'm the angry. Jewish media <laughs> does as like just horrible, immoral people? Oh, yeah, no, but here's the thing. You're saying you're using this word hurt a lot. I was angry. There's a big difference between those two things. You were Again, but I, hurt, I think, dude. I think, I, I think I'm pretty well aware of how I felt at the time, Dingo, but thank you for trying to play psychoanalysis Your face here said it all, Beers, and you're about to cry. My expressions or whatever. He uh, no. what? Oh, uh, my God. Never. Again, you're just trying to sit here and talk over me now, and then instead of letting me address it, I'm going to go ahead and address it here. I would never here. do that. Uh, yeah, yeah, here but... we go. We're going to be here all night with this fucking southern retard. Um, now, wait a <laughs> so, minute. Go ahead. Hey, get it, get some new material. Hurt, hurt, hurt. Shut the go ahead, dude. Right, go, go ahead. ahead. We're go all ahead. waiting. Uh, no, I mean retard's an all time classic. It's never gonna go out of style, sure. and you are. You were just retard, fucking like right? slobbering yeah, over one a minute ago, like, oh, I'd fuck that guy. Down Syndrome yeah, chick. Go ahead, Beerson. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Uh, yeah, again, I was angry because again, the guy's calling me a liar to my face, and he's telling me that I'm something that I'm not. I think that's. I think any man would would have that reaction. 
Uh, yeah, I'm not a Nazi. I've never claimed to be a Nazi. I don't want to be a Nazi. And I don't believe in Nazi ideology. I think, again, this is all pretty standard boilerplate, but for someone like you with like 40 IQ, uh, you don't really get that. And you're really hung up on this whole thing. Like, why would you get upset that he's calling you something that you're not? Yeah, I don't know. I'm a fucking human being. I don't know. What do you think? Well, I mean, I'm just saying you must really think that like the Nazis were just horrible monsters if you don't want to be because somebody called me a baker, right? Like uh-huh. a, a baker. Like I owned a bakery, I'd be like, no, I'm really not, but okay, it doesn't, right? But if they called me like a Jew, I would, uh-huh. I would be like, hey, no, the fuck, I'm not, right? Uh-huh. Because I'm, I, I don't, I think <sighs> that they're like an immoral group, right? You must uh-huh. think that the Nazis no, were monsters, just like the, the mainstream media does. Is that wrong? Oh, here we go. And this is like the, always like this, like fun, like little game. I'm just asking, man. Like there's like this, like, you, weird, like psychoanalytical. Well, can I just say this? Do you, do you realize to no. the to the normies, to the masses, uh, it's the it's the reverse, Dingo. Uh, they think that you know they just have to cancel people, right? They do. It is a perception that Nazis are bad. Yes, no, no, no. They, and saying, it's a perception that there's nothing wrong with Jews, and there's I'm nothing not right. Like up for Louis here. Well, I'm just saying. What there would be a reason why you wouldn't want to be identified as a Nazi. Yeah, I no, I don't just dispute that. Okay, okay. Like I said, right, it's okay. separate. It's, my question is separate from okay. all that, from the optics of it. I'm just asking Beardson on a personal level, uh-huh. like how you feel. That's all. How I feel about the Nazis? Is that I'm like, asking is that, you like, how you felt like, because it seemed like you were actually whole, like, genuinely or hurt. Whatever, it's like, just it. ask me straight up. Like, like, what's your opinion on Nazis? You don't have to go through this like weird, like psychoanalytical, like sort of pretentious bullshit here. Like, just ask. No, me, I feel so like I've been pretty Nazis, fucking straightforward, just, dude. Just like, I don't know how. Barrison, what's your opinion on the Nazis? Oh uh, yeah, they're fucking retarded. At least, the, at least the modern ones are like fucking dingo, like absolute fucking retards. And I would absolutely not want to be associated with them in any form or capacity because, again, they're absolute retards. Oh, look, somebody in the chat says, Dingo, have you ever threatened to anally rape a woman on stream? As a matter of fact, Chatter, I have not. <laughs> but I'm the retard. Yeah, are you, are you, are you appealing Beardson to the here. chat now to try to get some sympathy? Or try I to mean, get not only that, dude. Now, it, was it was a mulata. It was a mulata. I mean, why would you rape a mulata? I wouldn't. It was a joke. You sound as a bad description. I apologize for you it. You know, There's to be fair, we've all said some wild shit on air, Dingo. I, mean, I ain't never heard you threaten to rape nobody. Ralph, no. You said a lot of wild shit. No, I've said some wild shit. I threatened to stab somebody in the neck, though, one time. Uh, and I mean, well, it wasn't. That, that, yeah, that's, that guy's a piece of shit. He deserves And you talked about bombing, a, you know, wiping out somebody's country. Uh, I don't have a bomb. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, well, I wasn't going to go up there and do what I said either, right? Like, I was just talking wild on air. Somebody else was talking shit back to me. Of course, I'm going to fucking talk shit back to them. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. That was that was the thing that happened to mine anyway. But I'm just saying, like, on air, of course, you know, even watching it, right? Even I was, all right, not the greatest, not the greatest clip, uh, you know, but it is what it is, right? I don't know. Anyway, go ahead. Uh, I guess that that's all I had. Um Everybody go check out my Twitter. I'm going to tweet out a picture of Beardson actually throwing up a Roman salute from a few years ago. You'll like that. Fucking hypocrite, dude. You're a hypocrite. You don't mean anything right. you say. That's true. And yeah. it, the only thing I actually think you're really you smart. Ride, you're what, right. What? Actually, when I call you a retard, I didn't mean it at all. I think you're a really smart person, Dingo, and I think you're really intelligent. I know. And, uh, the first really, honest really thing that, I've like, heard again, you this, say all this, night, this Beardson, is like the, the sort very of, first why one. Could... Like these sort of people do, right? It's like they literally are like now like trying to hold water and defend Louis Thoreau because the dock failed. No, no, fuck Louis Thoreau. Yeah, that's, no, that's exactly what you're trying to do. Actually, Louis Thoreau was right. Watch. Yeah, that's what you're trying to do. Again, you guys have like no sort of like – uh, honor no, you're a fucking hypocrite, dude. Whatsoever. Like you've been it's fucking sitting here like calling people Nazis, calling them racist, faggots, calling them fucking toxic. Whenever you have a history of being on stream, yeah, calling people, pill, yeah, I'm gonna fucking enslave now. you, but, calling them subhuman. Upset. You do the you Hold do on. the caricature shit that you accuse us of doing. That's that's, that's the problem here.
I just I just want to uh-huh. say this. First off, we just had the forgiveness. This was the forgiveness stream. And I'm I rem- not Kessler. I don't oh, forgive shit. Well, I remember last time you yeah, guys were on. We, but, but wait, last time you guys were on, we, we were joking around. was like a little camaraderie. How did it get from there to here? Like, uh, remember when you, you were started doing more co-hosting stuff, coming on the show more, and you were like, um cutting over new turn over new leaf or i'm trying not to be as aggressive i'm not blaming you for it by the way there's been shit on both sides if you think about it but it's like how do we get from here to there it seemed like there was maybe i've, I've, I've had a few interactions with him in, in, in between oh okay. now oh yeah that's right i forgot i didn't see the one positive you know? yeah that's and true also, oh like, i didn't see that on one tirade accusing Randbot of a bunch of fucking shit that was untrue and i found Me? that to be you know uh, extremely extremely dishonorable so my opinion of beardson went right back to where it used to be so, I mean, I guess, you know, that's, that, that's, that's the answer to that. But the problem is the hypocrisy. I don't care that you've been a, quote, racist on the games. I don't care about all that. What I care about is you have been more of a caricature of the negative type personality that you put onto us. You've been more of that caricature yourself. And you're a fucking coward. You're a fucking hypocrite. And Louis Thoreau, that baby made you look even worse than him. Congratulations, Beers. And eat this L, bitch. Everybody have a good well, one. Thanks, me. Ralph. You got me. Thank you for coming on. Go ahead. Get a response in. Yeah. He left, but. I mean, there's no point in responding to this fucking guy. He's obsessed with me. You know what I mean? Like, literally, it's like, I, I don't even keep up with this fucking guy. He's obsessed with me. And it's like, yes, I've, I've fucking made racist jokes. And guess what? I still do. And they're jokes. At the end of the day, I, I, you know, I practice compassion and, and, and love and kindness for every human being on the planet. That's my motto. And yes, I was obviously a lot edgier, like what, three, four years ago from when all these clips were or whatever. Yeah, absolutely. I've toned down a lot. It's called getting older, getting mature, getting wiser and things like that. But people are totally incapable of recognizing any sort of change or growth that you have as a human being. And they want to just try to dig up old shit about you constantly because it's on the internet, you know? All of, all of my mistakes, my blemishes, my blunders are out there for the world to see. You know what I mean? So I know the feeling. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I, I, um, I don't know. I, I, you do seem to be. You're like the tank uh, in, a lot, in a lot of ways. In terms, you want to use a video game term, taking a lot of heat. You know what I mean? Like he really focus on you. Uh, a lot of the critics, and you know, I talk to some of these people too. I don't agree with a lot of what they're saying, obviously, and I've been more strident about that lately myself. Uh, but I've always felt that way, right? Um, yeah. And you know, I still like those guys, but it's like to me sometimes it's a little bit of like just let it go or like it's like a you focus so much on Beardson or what Nick said this day or that. And I know you guys say back shit back and forth too. So, you know, it's not like you guys don't respond or keep it going maybe, but it's like at a Honestly, certain the point. the only time I think about Dingo is when he pops up on shows well, like it's this like, and I'm like forced to talk to him. <laughs> well, like, otherwise, that guy's like totally out of my mind. Like I, it's like, he's a fucking nobody. Man. Well, it's Sorry. like, um, I, I just, I, I don't know. It, it's just, um, I, I don't, I don't really, get it sometimes and then some of the stuff uh, some of the stuff about about nick too and it's like this stuff's not not accurate the thing with the gab i'd seen that gab post before and it was rans number two passing it around and a lot of those people passing shit like that around they had fake pictures they had a guy that didn't look anything like you i forget what the picture was now uh and that was part of the compilation too and it was clearly not you i forget it he was doing something weird or something uh, in the picture and i was like that's not beardson i've seen him in person numerous times 
and I've seen him on camera a million times. It's like, that's clearly not him, you fucking liar. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's actually what started getting me pissed off because, and I've known you for years. And it's like, they're making up fake gabs. This is definitely not fucking true. Just the bare minimum scrutiny, it falls apart. This is clearly not your face. Like, it's not you. They're saying all this shit. It's like, dude, if you're having to reach... I have more respect from Lou, for Louis Thoreau pulling out a three- or four-year-old clip than I do just outright fabrication. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, anyway, and not, I'm not saying everything, you know, the dingoes fabricating everything or anything like that, but some of the stuff I see, it's just, like, preposterous uh, type shit. Anyway. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's like, I mean, that's the thing, though. It's like they're getting mad at me for saying, like, it was like the last time I talked to Dean, though. He's like, Beardson, you said the N-word during, you were, while you were playing Call of Duty on a gaming stream. It's like, yeah. And, like, is that like, is that the end of me now? Wow. Is that, like, you know, like, my fucking PewDiePie over here now? Am I losing sponsors? Like, what's the, what's the, well, what's you know, the I, here? I don't, Beardson I don't... said a bunch of racist stuff four years ago on a live stream. Yeah, probably did. It was funny. Well, and, you know... And I'm not speaking about Dingo in particular, but I, I heard Rand the other day, and he was talking about. And I hadn't listened to him in forever because they've been trying to run me down every day, and I was like, I don't want to hear this shit. Uh, and I usually don't listen to other people's shows in, in the first place because I got too much shit going on. But that day after the Louis Thoreau, I turned it on for about ten or fifteen minutes because I wanted to hear uh, what he was saying. And he started off the broadcast with a fucking literal Nazi. <laughs> Nazi march propaganda stylized fucking film uh, on BitChute or some shit that he pulled up to start up the show. He's playing Erica. He's playing all these songs throughout the show. And then he's like talking about, oh, Beardson's throwing, like complaining about your fake Nazi salutes and, and uh, baked Alaska and all this stuff. And it's like inward donations. It's like, what are you? I thought this was going to sink America first, and you're sitting here complaining about, like, taking up the petty attack lines from from Louis Thoreau. Yeah. And I was talking about Rand in particular. I'm not, I know Dingo's probably getting mad hearing me say this, but this is the type of shit he was saying, and I don't, I don't agree with it, right? Like, you, they were saying that Louis Thoreau was going to dox all of America first, and, oh, my God, imagine letting him into AFPAC, and he's probably, you know, got ID, IDs of people, and... Nick might be working with the feds and oh my God, this Bitcoin donation. Guess what? I got a fucking half Bitcoin off that fucking donation. Uh, and it wasn't, it wasn't 25 Bitcoin. Where the fuck he got? Uh, you know, I would have, I would have definitely accepted it. Uh, but you know what? Honestly, thank God I didn't get the 25 Bitcoins in a certain way. Uh, because it damn sure put him under the fucking uh, spotlight by the FBI and these motherfuckers, right? Um, but you know, when I hear people and I've heard that from their camp too, it's like, Oh, this was this was some Fed payoff. It's like no, it was some dude who had some terminal disease. He enjoyed uh, some of these programs, some of these people, and he wanted to support. And probably the reason he gave Nick the most is because Nick was doing the most. Uh, you know what I mean? In a lot of ways, and some of this organizing and some of these events, and uh, you know, he's putting in work, and he's got a real life organization. He's got uh, you know, five hundred one C or C three or whatever the fuck, all this stuff, right? Uh, and that might be why he gave him the most. You know, and. Uh, I don't know. It offends me also because I got money off that too, right? And it's like it was no fucking Fed payoff. Like this shit is ridiculous. Uh, and you talk about Feds, uh, you talk about people's past connections, and you know, Rand's idol. 
was married to a Jew who was a tranny act- activist. Uh, literally, was a transgender act- on on their behalf. They weren't actually a tranny, uh, but they went around doing transgender activism and was actually involved with their programming. Came on air, uh, and again, you know, that doesn't mean necessarily depending on your view that you that that guy's out forever. I've had him on my show uh, since. But him during that right, thing, right. That's what I'm saying, right. And I'm not saying it to to really throw shit. No, they're not going to take it that way. Uh, but it's like, okay, if you're <laughs> if you're going down this this route, uh, I think uh, Nick had hired a Jew to do something or some shit. And it was like, oh my god, oh my god, I can't believe Jews have infiltrated. <laughs> Jews have infiltrated America first. Uh, you know, it's well, like, okay. He runs Cozy, right? Michael Zimmerman. Right. He runs the, Cozy. Yeah. I mean, he also runs TRS, too, so he's just playing both sides of the, <laughs> the coin, I guess, you know? Um, yeah. I don't, it's but, like, um, it's like, well, you're talking about Jewish infiltration. I, you know, I, that might not be what I would lead with. Uh, yeah. if, if I was on that uh, point of view and, uh, yeah, maybe I'm a little sharper than I normally would be cause I've had some barbs coming at me from that side, but, uh, kind of patently ridiculous in a lot of ways. All right. Now let's see. Well, I, let me just say sure, go ahead. Here, like just to address this too. Cause it's like, uh, you know, I've said this for a while, man. It's like these people really are just, uh, it's funny that they, they hate Jews all the time, but man, they're really holding water for them. Any chance they fucking can. You know, uh, by attacking America first. I mean, it's like, you know, like talking about Dingo. And he's like, well, I'm going to go post definitive proof that you did a Nazi salute. And it's like, yeah, I'm sure Louis Thoreau is going to be really happy with you for doing that. You know what I mean? It's like, I mean, that's the thing. There's These people are just, uh, you know, I, not to be too harsh or anything like that, but incredibly short-sighted when it comes to any sort of uh, agenda that they want to uh, move forward. You know what I mean? And that's why they failed spectacularly. I mean, that's why they haven't done anything. I mean, no offense uh, you know, not to bring up TRS or and Mike Enoch or, or anything like that. But, I mean, you look at the state of the National Justice Party, which is basically just a front for them to have a payment processor, which, hey, don't blame them one bit. Think it was total bullshit that they're not allowed to have a payment processor, and that's the way that they have to do it. But, I mean, you know, uh, they don't spend any time actually supporting their people. They spend 90% of their time attacking America first because they think that that's somehow going to move their agenda forward. It's, it's, and it's not. It's, it's very foolish. Uh, they're basically, you know, the government wants to destroy America first. And what are they doing? They're just joining right in lockstep hand in hand with them to try to, to try to take it down. And it's just, that's why, I mean, again, you know, they can, they can make up all these things about me, lie about me, blah, 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 whatever. But I'm not going to spend my time sitting here trying to de- deflect lies about me constantly or else I wouldn't make any fucking content. I'd be here all fucking day, man. You know what I mean? I'm just going to move on, keep doing my fucking thing because my fans like it and my fan base is growing and there's a shrinking. And I think the numbers speak for themselves. Well, and, and again, and I'm going to uh, do the donation scene and see if we have a couple callers, and I'll wrap it. Uh, but, um, I, you know, we talked about Gamergate. We are going to do that series. We'll talk about it more uh, in Orlando. We already have the first three episodes basically planned. Anyway, um, the idea is, anyway. Cause it's yeah, we'll get right to it one so, day, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the, the thing about Gamergate, when it was really working early on, which was a short period of time, but it was a glorious period of time. Uh, the the thing that uh, really made it go was uh, there were people who had different political opinions, different tactics, uh, but they didn't attack each other. They let each uh, little sector, each little group do their own thing. Each person went their own way, and it was all leading towards, uh, you know, the overall Gamergate victory, right? Uh, now, that didn't last very long, and it, and it, mm-hmm. and it fell apart. Um, but I, it would be nice if somehow I could get back to where 
you know, AF does this thing, TRS does this thing, you know, I'm having everybody on and stuff like that. And it's kind of gotten so fractious. It's like, Oh my God, can we just stop, uh, at a certain point? Um, but no, the answer is no. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, well, cause that's the thing, man. And it's like, people act like I just spend my time just fucking going after TRS. And I did back in the day cause they were the only game in town. Really? I mean, America first wasn't really like popular back in the day, but I, I criticized them a lot and I made fun of them a lot because they weren't doing anything. They were floundering. And these, I mean, no offense, I think they still kind of are, but I don't. I don't spend my time like thinking about or worrying about what they're doing because, like, honestly, if they succeed, it's better for me. You know what I mean? That's the way that I view it. I mean, I like them. I mean, I'd be a fan of their content, but fuck it, man. I hope I wish you guys the best because if you guys win, that's going to be better for me overall. The, and that's the, but the biggest problem is they're just not doing anything. They're running fucking podcasts, and that's about it. You know what I mean? Nick's actually doing things in the real world. The America First Foundation with AFPAC holding rallies and conferences, and he's actually doing things that is thought impossible to do uh, in the dissident right three, four years ago. You know what I mean? And, uh, you know, I just think it's honestly kind of pathetic that, uh, you know, it, it, it's, and it really just kind of goes to show that there really is nothing going on with that side of things because they don't have anything to talk about. They don't have anything to champion or, 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 or promote. I, you know, I would honestly challenge like Mike Enoch and, and, and all the TRS guys and, and Richard Smith, whoever the fuck that that's part of like the national justice party to actually do something. So you guys will just get their fucking dicks out of their mouths for, for a second. You know what I mean? Cause then they'll actually have something to talk about and champion and promote, you know? All right, now let's uh, let's do these here. I think there's at least one. I think that popped up. Let me see here. Uh, okay, we got the the ambient one. Yeah, Wally, go ahead. Oh, that one went. Wally Bizarro spent three dollars since I've walked into Bizarro World. Bizarro World. Angrily sunrise the forgive stream. <laughs> and we left that. Oh, it's gonna play twice. Wally no, Wally. Walked into Bizarro World. <laughs> Wally, no. See, you'll never angrily you sunrise. Your... Oh, you got your money's worth on that one. Holy shit. <laughs> uh, all right, let's see. No, I don't. <laughs> Big Tag, I can't. <laughs> I can't do that. I'll get in trouble. He's he's calling in as Dingo's brother. I don't. Uh... Oh, no. <laughs> oh. Well, I'll I'll be clear that it's Big Tech Onion doing this, but uh, go ahead. Hey, what's up, guys? Hey, Bearson. Hey, hey I don't know, think man. we've spoken before. I'm I'm Dingo's brother. Oh, um, hey, nice to meet you, man. Yeah, hey, man, I've been watching your stuff. It is good stuff, you know. Um, thing is, you know, my my brother keeps getting, you know, he talks to me a lot after he has interactions with you guys. Sometimes it takes him a while to cool down. He's kind of hot-headed. You know, we come from a, a good family. We're, we're an honorable family, you know, both my mama and my daddy come from a... Well, they come from the same family, but anyway, the the thing is, like, um, after he talked to you guys, like, he was real tore up after that debate he had with you over on that politically um, provoked stream where you guys beat up on him and laughed at him, called him stupid, told him he's going to end up working in a cobalt mine. Like, it really hurt his feelings, you know? He's a sensitive guy. So, um, you know, I talked to Dalton. Uh, about it a little bit afterwards and I appealed to him and he seemed like a gentlemanly type, you know, he, maybe you guys would pull back a little bit and, you know, just like in the, in the spirit of this forgiveness stream, thousand episodes, I think it's a good time. Like maybe, I don't know if you would owe him an apology, but I bet it would mean a lot to him for Dingo to hear like that. You're sorry for always calling him stupid and making fun of him for being dumb and, and not understanding things. Like he tries real hard, you know what I'm saying? Like, he tries his best. He's a good guy. Um, he's going through a lot. Like, 
he's kind of addicted to uh, buying NFTs. Sometimes he makes a little money, but sometimes he doesn't. Kind of keeps him up at night. And uh, between you and me, don't tell anybody, but there's also like a, oh, shit, it's kind of personal, but I don't know if you've ever suffered with uh, erectile dysfunction, but it can really like kind of cripple you and make you feel real insecure. It's horrible. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Dingo's going through a lot. That's all I'm trying to say. So if you could just be like maybe a little bit, a little bit patient with him and um, it'd go, it'd go a long way. I'd really appreciate that. Yeah, man. Uh, you know what? I for, I forgive Dingo. Absolutely. In the, in the spirit of forgiving the stream, I absolutely forgive him. And uh, you know, hopefully, uh, hopefully it gets better, I guess. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Just gotta be careful with the NFTs, I guess. I don't know. Let's tell you. Yeah, he, he's um, yeah, he's really into those, man. He he likes those ones where it's like an animal that's got like a funny hat. He, he's got a lot of those. I, anyway, he tells me about them all the time. Yeah, I appreciate that, Beardson. You seem like a good guy. You like you got your you got your act together. I saw that documentary. I uh, hope it makes you famous and you and, and you go real big time off that. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. Thank you, Ringo. I appreciate you. Yeah, buddy. Appreciate it. Okay. See you guys. Right. I wish Dingo was more like his brother, honestly. Nice. Now, he was like a nice guy. Now I wasn't laughing at Dingo. I was laughing at how good his impression. It's pretty good. It's, it's like one of the best all time impressions I think I've ever seen. Not even just like on this game, like you know, in this game, right? Like just in general. He's so funny. I was really trying hard not to laugh, but it was the the way he was shifting the tone. The tone, you know what I mean? Like I was like, oh my yeah. god, okay. Yeah, he's got the inflection just down. Yeah, it was the inflection. I was like, okay, I can't. I can't even act like a. This is not funny. All right, now let me. Just the tone. All right, go ahead. Clifford. I called him bingo, not $3. Congrats on episode 1000. Thank you. I appreciate that, man. Uh, Let's see. Oh, wow. You just, man, you sent that. When did you. Man, you wanted to call in earlier and we couldn't get Discord working. I was just like, send me your number and he did. If you still want to talk, maybe do you want to talk to this guy real quick before we end it? Infighting is so useless and futile. Well, you know that the small hats are rubbing their hands watching this BS white people need to unite. Like the heaps. Now, wait one a minute. Team, one cause. Fight to survive. <laughs> now, he said that. I endorse that message 100%. <laughs> no, that's what this is. It is like kind of funny, like that, how all these guys, they talk about like uniting white people. And then what do they do? They attack like the, like, you know, this, the biggest, like. Uh, organization that talks about white identity in this country. Yeah, it's kind of funny. I don't know. It would be good if there was some type of peace accords, but uh, again, that's just man. That's never send, gonna happen. Send me to the table. I'm, <laughs> a, I'm a diplomat now. You know? Holy shit! All right, now uh, me, and, me and Mike Enoch will break bread, and he can dip it in ranch. Uh, <laughs> uh, soak it in the butter. Yeah, that was a good one. That was a good one. Come on. That was good. <laughs> All right, now let me see. You know what? I wonder if this guy still wants to talk real quick. Then we'll then we'll wrap it up. Let's see. Uh, let's do it. He said. Okay. Oh, he just emailed me back. Okay. Wow. Long time supporter. I would not do this. Let's see. Never let it be said I don't love the callers. Hello. What's up, sir? You're on the air. How's everybody doing? Well, I I actually thought that Beardson's segment on the the uh, documentary was the best. Uh, I laughed really hard 
whenever, uh, you know, he was saying all those things and his maniacal laughter at the end, I just thought it was ingenious. I don't know what everyone's complaining about. Oh, when you told him to sit and spin on a on a dick or whatever, what what did you say to him when when he was walking out, Beardson? I told him, yeah, go back to the UK and sit on a dick and spin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, uh, Louis, he is gay, isn't he? Is he? Nah, he's married. I think. I, think he's married uh, I don't know. I mean, British. I mean, he's uh, probably he's, British, he's British, so yeah, he's yeah. you know any of those like pretentious, poofy British guys always come across as gay. So it's like, yeah, it's not that far, but. They have a they have a culture of hijinks uh, in that manner too in the elite circles in, in the UK. Allegedly. Homosexual sex, but, yeah. But no, I actually meant the the, the Britney Venti part. I'm not joking, video. by the way. That wasn't a joke. Yeah, I, I was being dead serious. But, I'm so, not joking. Yeah, I just I don't want anybody to think that was me joking. That was being dead serious. Anyway, not that all British do that. By the way, I'm not saying that. Uh, but anyway, go ahead. Sorry, sir. No, you're good. I was saying no, the, the Brittany Venti part. I never had seen that clip, and I was I actually watched the watch party with you, Ralph, and uh, I wasn't really paying attention to the whole documentary. Honestly, I was gaming until that part came up, and I just laughed my ass off. I thought that was the best part of the whole documentary, honestly. And uh, yeah, that was pretty much. All I had to say. Oh, other than where's the where is the three six mafia going to be playing? Uh, they're going to be playing at the Bill Street Music Festival, and usually that's held at Tom Lee Park, which is right on the river, uh, which I love and I adore that spot. I've uh, been to Memphis in May, the Bill Street Music Festival, many many times. But this year it's actually going to be at the fairgrounds because they're. These dumb motherfuckers, they're doing some type of construction down there, and they fucked up the spot, so it's actually going to be at the uh, fairgrounds uh, there in Memphis. Well, well, me and a lot of my buddies love 360 Mafia. That was one of oh. the first rap albums I ever bought when Same. I was little. I saw Hustle and Flow when it came out. I'm a little bit younger than you. I saw but, it in the uh, theater still... when it debuted, yeah, in Memphis, Tennessee, like the premiere, yeah. Yeah, and I'm I know you're from there. Meat. I don't know. Maybe we should get a little uh, Killstream crew going to the to this. Well, the it's thing a tight. You, you know what? If Beers is going, if somebody, if some people are really going, then I'll I can probably only do that one night. Now, originally I was talking because I'm you know I had my daughter around then and stuff. Uh, I'm not gonna have her. Pansy's gonna. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that's the so. Uh, but if it's one night. Uh, three six mafia. You can buy the three day pass, uh, but you can also buy a single day pass. Uh, and so I would I would go there for that one day if motherfuckers were were really down to go for sure. I'd definitely be down. I know my buddy would be down to drive. Well, <clears throat> well, all right, we'll just keep in contact with it. I'll people. check in if Beardson is for real and, uh, as we get closer. Though tickets will, they're on sale now, but they're going to announce more people soon, uh, etc. Single day tickets aren't on sale yet, though. Only the like three day passes in the VIP pass. So, um, Memphis in May, Beale Street Music yeah. Festival. Beale Street's like Bourbon Street. Uh, the VIP for the weekend was like $800. Oh, geez. But I mean, if you get it, I think Is you can get one day. Like a day. Yeah, I think you could get really? a one day VIP once they start selling them. I would imagine that would probably be about $300, $350. And would you get to meet like, no. The three six mafia crew with one of those. Okay. okay. No, no. It, it has to do. You get like, um, like you you get uh, like you sit in uh, 
different seating section, like up above uh, the the crowd. Honestly, one of the cool parts. I was kind of torn about whether getting whether I should get that or not. Of course, I wasn't going to get the whole weekend, but for the one day maybe, um, because like yeah, the part of the day. part of being at the festival is like being down in the shit too a little oh, bit. Oh, dude, yeah, because Bill Street's yeah. fucking awesome, anyways. Yeah. Like, yeah, so that's part. Of, oh, and yeah, when it's at Tommy Park, see, that's the one thing. It's not going to be so when it's at Tommy Park, literally, you can walk from Beale Street just right down into the fucking festival, and there's just people all the way. Beale Street's completely full, and it goes down into Tom Lee Park, and there's like another 100,000, 200,000 people uh, down there. So, yeah, it's definitely really cool. I couldn't say it enough. Now, I've never been when it's at the fairgrounds, because to my knowledge, I, I don't know when it's been at the fairgrounds before. Um, but uh, it'll still be pretty pretty cool out there at the fairgrounds. All right, all right, I won't talk about it too much. Thank you, caller, man. I appreciate you getting in. Well, what, Go ahead real what, quick. Say, say it one more time. Just spell, like, how is that? Beale, B E A L E, Beale Street Music Festival, Memphis, okay. Tennessee. Right. Well, I know when I suggest it, he'll ask me what it's called, so I want to make sure I could. Beale Street it. Music All Festival. Right. Thank you. Thank you, sir. I appreciate you calling in. Actually, one of the, now I know it's it's um, not as well known as Coachella and some of the others, but uh, like one of the biggest festivals uh, in the country every year. Now, not the last couple of years because they shut everything down. Let me see if I can show this. Uh, so here's the lineup, actually. Bill Street Music Festival, April 29th through May 1st at the fairgrounds, like I said, Liberty Park. Foo Fighters, Van Morrison. Oh, they just added Van Morrison, actually. Hmm. I don't think he was on there last time I looked. Weezer's going to be there. Lil oh, Wayne's cool. going to be there. Oh. The Smashing Pumpkins, Counting Crows, 3-6 Mafia, of course. Uh, and the way it works, they have uh, three different Modest states. Modest Mouse, too. Let's go. Yeah, Modest Mouse is going to be there. I know. I love Modest Mouse. That's one of the... When I showed the pants, I was like, Modest, Modest Mouse is going to be there, too? Are you fucking serious? <laughs> uh, but they have three different stages. Uh, so there's music going on the whole time. They usually have, like, a blues thing going and stuff like Memphis, home of the blues. Yeah. Birthplace of the blues. Moneybag, yo, Modest Mouse, Stone Temple Pilots, Death Cab for Cutie. Let's see. The Baby's going to be there. I see him down there. I'm trying to see. Gold Baby. Yeah. So it's going to be... Pretty good, pretty good lineup. I think they might add uh, a few more people. So, no, they yeah, didn't pay awesome. me. No, they didn't pay me. I'm just a proud son of Memphis, and I've been to the Beale Street Music Festival many times. And uh, like I said before, when I was a kid in the Memphis area, it's like a thing every year, right? Like you're planning the big party, the big fucking event, everything you do around the festival. So, anyway, Beale Street Music Festival, not as cool as Killstream 1000 here tonight with Beards and Beardly. A friend of mine been on here. I'll give you a salute, but like, oh, be careful! Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna see him at APAC. He's gonna be a part of APAC, the movie uh, that I'm filming down there. I talked about it. Have people come by the Killstream headquarters, just get their thoughts and maybe a couple stories, things they've seen, or how they, you know, it's gonna be a feel good type thing. Uh, and uh, maybe a little, I'll film a few things while I'm going around here, there with my phone and stuff. Uh, but I'm pretty interested in this project too, so I'm gonna try to make it good. And I thank you for being a part of the show tonight and for being a part of that uh, ahead of time. Go ahead. I mean, we're on Cozy. I don't, you know, and we're on other places too, though. So go ahead and promote your your channel and where people can find you, et cetera. Uh, yeah, just look for the really handsome guy on the left-hand sidebar. Uh, you'll know when you see him. You'll see this magnificent beard. Just click on my face, hit follow. Just Beardson, cozy.tv slash Beardson. Of course, uh, I'd like to thank Ralph, of course, for having me. It's kind of funny because I was supposed to come on last week and I couldn't make it, so it kind of works out that I come on to the big 1,000. 
It was perfect, and the movie came out. <laughs> I didn't yeah. even realize, like, in my mind, it looks like this was the most excellent booking. Like, Ralph was right on top of it, and he got him this week. No, that's not That's not actually how it worked. Yeah, it worked out, because last week we were just been talking about fucking video games or something. Now he actually had something that's to talk right. about. So. That's right. And Kessler called in. That did, was not expected. And Dingo, I did kind of think Dingo might call in. Uh, but I didn't expect Kessler. That was like a run-in out of nowhere. Uh, and I thought that was that was a good combo, too. Uh, thank you man i'm gonna see you next week in orlando and i look forward to it and thank you for yeah, coming on tonight yeah thanks for having me uh and uh, i hope you don't mind if i do this but i know sure. you're, you're wrapping up right? i don't mind at all i know what you're about to do do it oh well, james about to go james actually live right now and i'm about to go over there and play some prop night with him if you guys want to come hang out shout out and, to Jaden. by the way I, i'm yeah, I'm, I'm try the only reason i haven't hit him up yet is because i gotta text him uh because he's got kicked off twitter and stuff i don't know if i have him on discord but i'm gonna be asking him about uh at pack the movie as well uh and yeah go go watch that what are you guys playing uh, we're playing uh, Prop Night. It's uh, okay. just a funny little game. You pretend to be shit. It's like kind of like Dead by Daylight mixed with like uh, CSGO, Prop Night, Gary's my Prop Night type shit. It's pretty fun, though. Very cool, sir. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, thanks, man. Good talking to you. Good talk. Oh, 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 oh. oh be careful. <laughs> <laughs> All right. See you, man. Thank you, man. All right. Beardson. That was fun. That was a fun show. You know what? Worthy of episode number 1,000, I have to say. When I, when I was coming in tonight, not that Beerson was unworthy, but I was like, ah, oh, it's just a, you know, we got a guest. It's a regular show. We'll probably still do a little interview stuff. Uh, and just talk my old friend Beerson, right? Uh, and then it turned into a fucking battle royale. Uh, Kessler off the top rope coming in with the run in. Dingo's coming in late. Uh, and we had some positive callers too. We got, we talked about the Bill Street Music Festival, which is near and dear to my heart. Uh, and a lot of other cool stuff went down memory lane a little bit too. So I really enjoyed that episode. One of my favorite episodes of the year. Uh, definitely. And that Kessler segment, if you missed that, go back and watch that. Uh, cause that was fun. Thank you so much. It was, oh. <sighs> Better be careful myself. Uh, thank you for the support. I'll be back. Tequila Sunrise in the morning. Probably will try to start a little bit earlier, but I say that every night. So we'll see when I get to bed. But it will definitely be on uh, the air tonight. Thank you. Uh, Odyssey.com slash at the Ralph Retort. Thank you to Dingo for coming on. Thank you to Kessler for coming on. And big thank you once again uh, to Beardson, the guest of honor tonight on Killstream 1000. We had some other stories. But uh, we're not going to do those. Uh, tomorrow we'll be back with Wurzel Roots. He's coming on. He's finally coming on the show, 8.30 p.m. Eastern. Boy, do you know what the, Do you understand? Do you really understand the type of schedule that we have? God, my, my eyes look worse because that's the imprint for my sunglasses. I better put those back on. Uh, the, the, the schedule that we have for you guys tomorrow. So Pulowski... Got fucked over. We talked about that earlier. We had his son on the other night, right? And uh, today he had a hearing in Canada, and they decided they're going to keep him till March 11th. So we're going to have his son call in again tomorrow to give us a rundown on that at 11 a.m. 11 a.m. Also tomorrow during the Tequila Sunrise, we're going to have Mark Collett coming on the show for an hour or two. Then, as we move into the evening hours, we're going to have Wurzel Root come on the show at 8.30. And at 10 o'clock, we're going to have Ryan Dawson. So I double-dog dare you to find anybody 
in this sector with a roster like that coming up on both of their motherfucking shows tomorrow. We're touching every corner. We're touching every corner. Thank you guys so much. I appreciate it. It truly has been the pleasure of my life to host this show through the ups, through the downs. Uh, it, it's it's my life's work, really, uh, to be quite honest with you. Uh, and uh, I'm proud of it. I'm very proud of it. And I'm proud of you guys. And I love you guys for supporting me uh, through everything. Uh, and, and it's been a lot. It's been an awful lot. Uh, thank you to all the people who've helped me along the way uh, as well. Uh, even the haters and the losers. Uh, and even the backstabbers, uh, I thank them as well. Uh, might not have been here without you, for better or for worse. But it's all to the good, baby. Pack 3, February 25th, live in Orlando. Pack the movie, April 2nd, killstream.live slash bowl. I'm putting on my own event. Boy, we got a roster of luminaries coming for that. I'm going to get married that night. My boy Dick Masterson's going to be there. Everybody else, Destiny versus Harrison Smith. Get your tickets now, man. We're going to have a hell of a time there. Thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. Killstream 1000 is in the books. I'll see you tomorrow. Oh, yeah. You can't afford the retort! What the fuck were they thinking? Nobody else can put on these kind of shows. I'm just being honest. You think Andy Cokehead Worski? You think that dumb son of a bitch could put on a show like this? You think that cocksucker could fucking have a roster of guests like this? That fucking fat, lard, dumb motherfucker PBB? Fake preacher You think they can put together a fucking show like this? You think Gator, the weeb loser, with his fake fucking Puerto Rican girlfriends could run a goddamn fucking Killstream Enterprise? The best goddamn fucking show on the internet? Fuck no. Fuck no. There was a reason you were second, third, fourth fiddle, bitch. I'm the motherfucking king. You can't abort the retort, bitch. Good night.
baby. Oh, they were right the appetite. They were picking up tombstones. You dumb son of a bitch.